Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Color Me Dead, a true crime podcast. I'll say that again, a true crime podcast. With that said, these gals are going to talk to you, and if you get on social media, show you some sick, twisted, vile, fucked up, nasty, disgusting things. If you find yourself sensitive, if you find yourself easily triggered, this might not be for you. Turn back now. If you think you got it and you can handle it, proceed. But first, grab a condom, because these girls are going to fuck your feelings. Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is Angel, Ember, and Nikki from the Color Me Dead, and we'd like you to check us out on Acast. Just go download the app, and you can view pictures as we talk about them. No more waiting until we post them on social media. Yeah, because half the time we forget about it, so it's fine. (laughs) Uh, Also, go get yourself some sweet merch at colormedeadpod.threadless.com. We have everything from t-shirts, hoodies, phone cases, blankets, duvet covers, all the things. Jesus, shower curtains. Right? Fucking put us in your shower with you. We would love it. And huge shout out to Kagan Breitenbach. I always fuck up their name. I always do it. I can't do it. He's helped us with a bunch of our designs that are in there. Can we talk about Studio Sweden? We can. We can. Badass headphones, over-the-head earbuds, all wireless, long battery life, bringing you both style and quality at an affordable price. This is a rare package to get all three in one sleek design. Mm-hmm. We all love them, and you will too. <laughs> Use the promo code ColorMeDead15 to get 15% off your order. That's color me dead 15 in all caps for 15% off your purchase. Yes. And if they're ever out of something, you guys get on their mailing list and check back mm-hmm. because they sell out quickly with how awesome these headphones are. So be aware of that. Yep. Or just snag yourself a different headphone if you can and or want because they have a bunch of different ones on there. They're yeah, all, they do. They're all pretty sweet. Yeah. And yeah. they have a bunch more colors on there now. Oh. Do they? Yeah, they have like rose gold and oh. blues and fucking and nice. oranges and huh yeah. noise. I have to noise noise, noise headphones noise, noise, noise. Headphones. <laughs> noise colored headphones nice noise and let's give a huge thanks to our Patreons that donate to our Patreon account yes. we have different tiers of donation each different tier gets a different perk and you know perks include shout out stickers um, exclusive stickers bonus episodes bloopers you get early releases for those of you who can't wait until Wednesday mm-hmm. that's kind of like your alpha tier go to patreon.com slash color me dead podcast the donations from the patreon are the reason that we're able to continue doing this and it's actually going towards getting us newer nicer equipment mm-hmm. so that we can bring you higher quality podcasts yes and eventually it will be to help us continue to fund this every week right extra fuckery most fell Extra. 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 You like the the extra? We're going to go in hard and heavy. (laughs) Raw dog, bitches. 
<laughs> also, mark your calendars. We now know February 10th is when we are planning our meet and greet and fundraiser for domestic violence, and that will be here in Vernal. Everything that we make is going to go towards charity, and we're going to have a big raffle for donated items. Uh, please contact us if you would like to donate anything from art, books, whatever you want. Jewelry, and it doesn't have to be um, Color Me Dead. It doesn't have to be Color Me Dead stuff. It doesn't even have to be like your yeah no oh. it doesn't have to be true crime it doesn't have to be an original piece that you put together if it's something that you have that you feel as though you want to donate please do so right because then we're going to be uh, I lost what we were going to we're, we're going to turn that around <laughs> and we're going to be donating that to victims advocacy to fight dom- <clears throat> excuse me to fight domestic violence right um, and you know it'll be a good time you guys can come we'll have different things for you guys to buy the raffle tickets for we'll be there for autographs and photos because you know we're fucking fancy like that come be awkward with us as we stand Please. awkwardly and being like i don't know what to Hi. say or what to do Hi. we'll be the awkward ones i know corner, i'm gonna like, have you guys on two chains like michonne from <laughs> walking us. dead please do You're like come with me let's go make friends <laughs> so but you can uh you can hit us up regarding all of those donations at color me dead podcast at gmail.com Correct. And we're also going to be reading some survivor stories while mm-hmm. we're there and trying to give information, bring awareness. So come and hang out and be weird with us. And possible live videos for those who can't be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Exactly. And we're also going to be recording an episode afterwards with all the stories and we'll talk more about what happened and how much we raised and blah, blah, blah all that good shit. Yep. Check us out on Facebook at Color Me Dead Podcast. We have a Color Me Dead group on Facebook as well. We have Twitter at Color Me Dead Pod and our Instagram is Color Me Dead Podcast. All right, murder pups. And snacks. Let's get into this episode now. It's time to enjoy the show. Please enjoy our show. <laughs> yeah, see? Okay, we're good. We don't have to wait. See? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Shay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just oh. pooped a little bit. <laughs> Do you need a minute to go change? <laughs> just, I was like, well, no, you were like staring at me and I was like, I'm going to fuck with her. Yeah, because I, I didn't know what was happening. You were staring at me. I was staring back at you. I didn't know where it was going to go. Fuck. I am it a jumpy bitch. It went south really fucking fast is where it went. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Shane. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, everybody. Enjoy your holiday. Yeah. So right now, if you're listening to us and you're baking shit or you're traveling, just remember, try not to kill all of your family members. I make no fucking promises on anything. Fuck Thanksgiving. (laughs) I am not a fan of Thanksgiving. I don't even really like Christmas. And I I only get into the Christmas spirit about three days before. I think last year, I didn't didn't even have a fucking tree up until like the 20th. And that's only because my kids were like, can we have a tree? Can we have a fucking Christmas tree? I love Thanksgiving. Are you kidding me? I like the food, but I don't like being made to fucking hang out with people that I can't stand on a regular basis for many hours at a time. Oh, and see, I don't have to do that. It's a guilt trip for me. Oh, you need to come to my house. You need to come to my house. No, I fucking don't. We should just like one year, we should just like slough all of our family and fucking do Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to, and then it can all be serial killer themed. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. God. For real. All the serial killer food. Yeah. Did you guys see that thing where somebody took like a styrofoam skull and they like wrapped it in prosciutto Uh -uh. and then stuffed olives in the (gasps) eyes with like cheese tea? I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So we can have like gross, gory. Yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So enjoy your holiday. Don't kill your mother-in-law. Don't mm-hmm. drown your children in bathtubs. And don't stab your fucking in-laws. If you need to, drink a little bit. Smoke a little bit. Do what you need to do. I'm going to go with don't drink. Yeah, probably not drink. Maybe just smoke. Just get a little high. Yeah. Well, if you can't, you need to work situation. Right. If you drink can't. too much. Because right. I'm in I, the buzz happy zone. <laughs> Stay there. Or drink all the and then say everything that you've been holding on to. And then oh, my God. Have just have a fucking have a festivist. I've got a fucking bone to pick with every one of you and just lay it all out on the table. Exactly. Yeah, that's what happens when I drink. Like, it's probably a good remember in mm-hmm. 1997, that year that you puked on my fucking Persian rug? Fuck you. Uh-huh. So let's get into this, guys. Yeah. Uh, what do we cover in part one and two? His young life. We talked about the effect that Augusta had had on him, that as well as his bitch, his that buxom broad, <laughs> about his alcoholic father, about how Henry the brother was mysteriously found dead. Funny finger how that works. Quotes. Finger quotes. Funny how that works. Funny how that works. Funny how that works. Mm. Um, we talked about um, a boat, a boat. Uh, Bernice Warden yes. going missing, as well as the tavern owner, Mary Hogan. And uh, how the police had... They've already got him. Yeah. They went to the Hills house and got him. Mm-hmm. But he said he was innocent yep. before they even told him what the fuck they were that there for. he was for. framed. He was yeah, framed. Yeah, I was framed. And so now little Eddie Gein is in the midst of being interrogated. We have confessions, all that kind of stuff is what this one is going to kind of cover. Mm-hmm. And all of part three is between Monday and Thursday. So it's a very short, short period of time. Yeah. And we're going to try. I'm going to try, at least, to try to keep my own opinions to myself because all of our opinions will come out in part four. Mm -hmm. But it's going to have a whole opinion thing. Hash out. What the fuck you call it? My kitchen's dirty. Whoa. Like, and if you guys don't know what a kitchen is, it's your baby hairs on the back of your neck. I did not know that it had a name. No, you oh, do. you didn't grow up in the South. No, I did. You don't I have black cousins. I grew up right here. No, and when we don't know if I have black cousins. I could. Have you seen my ass? I'm just saying <laughs> this. This back here. This is your kitchen. And when it's nappy like that and you can't get your fingers through it, that is a dirty kitchen. Oh shit. Yeah, because I just like when I, I have my hair down. I the, ran my fingers yeah. back and caught a nap and was like, oh shit. And for people that don't know, I have very thick, coarse, weird hair, <laughs> and I just like yanked a fucking tuft of hair out of my head. All right. Anyway. So, I love the word tuft. But, um, let's see. Bernice was killed November 16th. Mm -hmm. And that's when rumors fucking run wild. Yes, yes. So, this happened from, let's see, 16th was a Saturday. So, Monday. Days. Whatever days. Doesn't matter. So. Get after it, Nikki. In less than 24 hours, it would be almost impossible to find a soul who didn't know about Ed Gein and the murder of Bernice Warden. They started calling his house a murder factory. <laughs> I don't know why that made me The old happy. murder factory. Let's yeah. go. Do you want to go drive by the murder factory? I the do. murder factory. I do. I do. <laughs> but it, I can't. I do. I do. <laughs> um, they said they killed over will. seven people. Sheriff, Sh- I've already forgot how to say this. Sheely is the one who found Bernice. It remained quiet to the press, <clears throat> except for except they had found many skeletons. Yeah, because he fucking hated the press. Yeah. With I would, too, with I would. all that. Like, get, just back the fuck off. Let me figure it out. Which I get both sides. Yeah. Because if I'm the investigator, like the I'd be like, the wanting I want to know. I want to know right now. But being the person to fucking find somebody field-dressed hanging without a head... 
with fucking rods poked through your fucking feetsies. Yeah. Like, I'm not 100% sure that I'd be, like, up to fucking discussing it yet. Yeah, I don't want to talk to the vultures who are like, what's happening? What's happening? What's <laughs> the fucking happening? ambulance chasers. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, I would be the same way. Like, I understand both sides of that coin. Maybe if they would have just brought the body out and been like, this is what's going on, they'd be like, oh, I'm tapping you know out what? now. And then, and then they could have brought out her hairy piece and plunked <laughs> it in the middle. See, this is and how been like, know it was hers. This is how this is working out. And they'd all been like, like Cinderella. fuck it. Okay, bye. Like Cinderella <laughs> with the shoe. It's a perfect fit. <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise you made last week that made us, yeah. Yep. That's, that's the noise of the piece. The hairy piece going in the cavity. Ah, <laughs> fucking. Yes. <laughs> like a toilet plunge. Do you think it fell through? <gasps> Sorry. Oh, I God. love that so much. <laughs> like a toilet. <laughs> so many visuals right now. I, I know. I that cannot. I just saw the fuzzy piece like breathing. Like, I, oh, God. <laughs> like you're high on mushrooms and everything has a fucking <laughs> wave. <laughs> All I can think of is him rubbing the hairy pieces on his face. Like, oh, that feels so nice. Oh, noise. Noise. Noise hairy piece. Maybe. Yes. Oh, God. Say it. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. When you rub your forehead in yep. anticipation of how I'm going to judge you, I get excited. <laughs> yes. And then when you judge, it's even better. Like, this is amazing. I don't want to take my glasses off. You, Tell me. You know the old school when they would take the, the brushes and they do the face soap? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> yes. Huh? <laughs> this is way better than the beaver fur I used to use. <laughs> because this is real beaver. No one likes camel hairs. I use the hairy piece. <laughs> Jesus. Could he use hers today? Except she has like, thicker, coarser hair. Like, <laughs> start shaving, and you'd be like, that's not mine. <laughs> the hair oh, piece falls apart. <laughs> okay. Do you think it's weird? Oh, okay. it's weird. <laughs> Fuck. All right, go. Okay. So sorry. So. Anyways. Anyways. District Attorney Earl K- Killeen from Washera County would be one of the first to tell the press about how exactly Bernice was found. The skin furniture and the skulls. Defi- Deputy Dave Sharkey from Wood County made additional comments after spending most of the night in the Gein home. He would tell the press that he believes some of the death masks belonged to younger people. He also thought about how some had makeup on and looked completely natural. Lipstick. The lipstick. Oh, that freaks me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> right? Like, if it wasn't weird enough that you're strapping somebody's fucking face onto yours. Uh Uh-huh. But then when they're completely made up with lipstick and everything and look natural, Uh that scares the shit out of me. Right? He put fucking effort into... Oh, yeah. He ain't got shit else to do. You you can't deny him his craftsmanship. No. (laughs) His dedication and his loyalty. Do you think he always picked craft time in the loony bin? When they're like, do you want gardening or craft? He's like, Craft time. Craft time. Oh, dude, you know he he probably was in there with those fucking pipe cleaners, like the fuzzy pipe cleaners, and he's making fucking vulvas out of them and shit. He's putting them in his own shoebox. <laughs> he's telling the other ladies. Wrapping them around his wiener. Look at these. <laughs> Look at these. When you die, can I have your face? You have a nice face. You have a nice face. Can I wear it later? Mm-hmm. You've got not just such nice eyes. <laughs> nice See, eyes. Nice and sometimes boys. when you hear from a guy that he wants to wear you later as like a face mask, that means something completely different. <laughs> But in Gene's case, are you talking about? 
<laughs> Are you talking about my face that you want to wear or my hairy piece on your face? Well, that, well, it's all I don't know. Depending on how lippy you are, it probably right. looks like a scene out of Predator. <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Oh, I just shit. got the worst visual. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, my God. The meat curtain. Some some <laughs> ladies are lippy. I know. It doesn't make it bad. I did not Maybe know that. Ladies, if you have a lippy downstairs, it's okay. It's cool, but I didn't know about it, it until... It talks back. <laughs> lippy downstairs. It's, it's lippy. <laughs> Every time Miss my lippy. mom told me to quit being lippy, it's because I was back talking. <laughs> so lippy downstairs. It's all lippy. Augusta's pussy. Yelling. Uh, goodness. That's what I was thinking. Uh, no, you know, some people have... Extras? Extra. Extra. Some, some ladies have a neat as a pin downstairs. Some ladies have a fucking rave and all their curtains are fucking catching a breeze. Turn I don't on know. the fan and shit's flopping. As long as it's not like oh my an God, Arby's like beef those, and cheddar, you're fine. One of those fucking fans Hand where they like it. tie the ribbons to it to make sure that it's like make it a good pass through. I wonder if like a girl queefs if her lips go like. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I wish I could queef on demand. I know we've talked about this. I'll teach you. Oh my god! I like. I don't know why. That's all right. We got to get off. Pussy inhalation. (laughs) We went from child molestation to pussy inhalation. That was so fucking in one deft swoop. (laughs) Okay. Wow. That was a conversation with the with With the the fucking stoner gypsy. What? What was? We were talking about. I don't even remember how it started. We were in the kitchen one day before recording. We were talking about something. We were talking about child molestation, and it was pertinent to a fucking case, and I can't even remember which one now. But then they were talking about how, like, there's certain things about my anatomy that I'll never fucking understand. But the little twenty year old fucking stoner gypsy knew, and he was like, "Oh, did you know that like when you orgasm, it's to inhale the semen further up into." I did know that. I did. So we went from try and I stopped and I was like, fuck, man, the more like the more you know. Uh, it was like we went from child molestation to pussy semen inhalation in one fucking conversation. How does that happen? And I we roll. I had to take a minute, like hold onto the counter and try to <laughs> gather my shit. It upset me that a 20-year-old fucking child knew knows more about my fucking downstairs because anatomy. He needs to know when to pull out. Don't suck well, that shit up in. Fucking pull out. And you don't strong. care because you don't. You I don't, don't care. have to worry about that. I do not. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. None of us do. Nope. We don't. We don't breed. Not anymore. We don't breed to feed mouths. Uh-uh. We just practice uh-uh. for fun. It's like Six Flags. <laughs> wow. You can come and you can you can hang out. You can party all day, but it's not. Oh, shit. And it's always wet. <laughs> it's always wet and wild. Oh my goodness! All right, oh, moving shit. on. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, these accounts only added fuel to the rumor fire. Now, Ed was a cannibal as well, which backed up by District Attorney himself when he talked about Bernice Warden. He made the comment that it had appeared to be cannibalism. Cam- wow. Cannibal? <laughs> wow. Cannibalism. 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 Which doesn't make sense. No. Because she was there all over. They found all of her pieces and parts. What the fuck do they think she's, that he's eating? Well, it's not like he fucking, they didn't find like two marks. No. They didn't find anything on the stove. I mean, I know that there were rumors that it. things mm-hmm. were, but they were not. He did not do those things. No, he did not. He did not eat her out once she was dead. He may no. have eaten her out before. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> that I just keep thinking about, like, the smell of formaldehyde. Uh-huh. Well, she didn't. Fucking, she was fresh, though. Bernice was fresh. Oh, that's she true. She might have got right. a little 
piece before she, you know. That reminds me of other uh, cases. The ones that we want to cover, I think, I don't remember. Did we talk about it in part two? The other sexual Mm -hmm. whatevers that he was involved in, some of the older ones. Yeah. It might not be until part four. I forget where we talked about it. Or if we have yet. Anyways, there's one. No, I think we mentioned it where he basically says that he didn't Uh engage in necrophilia because of the smell, Uh but I'm not 100% convinced that he did not. Yeah. Well, and he was put in with a bunch of other necrophilias from like the 1800s, and one of them, it reminded me, one of them specifically performed cunnilingus on his victims after they were dead. But why, though? Practice? I don't don't know. How would you even know you were doing it fucking right? It's not like she's waving you in the right direction at this point. the worst part about it is it was a child, too. Oh, God. So, yeah. I want to cover that one one day. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Well, that just put a fucking dirt turd in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Fucking ew. Fucking ew. Shut your mouth. God, it was like, not only was he going down on the dead, it was a fucking child. Uh Uh-huh. Excuse me while I scrape the fucking vomit off my tongue. That's why when people think that all the gross, like the worst people are more modern modern day? No. No, no. No, no. No. Go back a little bit. Oh, shit, man. I can tell you some stuff about some stuff. Some stuff about some things. And it's fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of the accounts about Bernice Warden's death was already altered to just add the creep factor. Right. So they were making shit up to make it creepier. Like it needed. Like it needed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't need the assistance. (laughs) It's good. You don't need the assistance. You just hung a body like a deer, gutted it out, and we need to make it worse. Like, what, what Yeah, you got a box full of pussies, but you need to make it fucking worse. Salted and silver, take your pick. Right? We have original flavor, salted and silver. (laughs) Silver is for Christmas only. There's one that I threw a little garlic on, but uh, it didn't turn the way I thought it would. It was weird. I made it weird. I made it too far. (laughs) They said the heart was in the pen now versus being in the bag. All of her guts were now in the fridge versus the male suit, and now apparently the cellar was full of human blood in jars. Yeah, which if most of his people were already dead, there's not going to be, be any blood. No. no, they're going to be drained and embalmed. But yeah. they don't know that yet. Right? They don't right. know about all of the other fuckery. They just know that he killed her, so then he's thinking that he killed Everybody all of other people. Right, right. They don't know the secrets. <laughs> the secrets of the crazy. Mm, like how suddenly we're Romanian. <laughs> the secrets of the crazy. That's all we've got though. We don't <laughs> have anything else up. We're just rolling with whatever accent <laughs> okay. pops out of our mouth hole. Okay, what, sure. what happens happens. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know where I was. By Monday rumors. morning. The crazy rumors would end up spreading for weeks and some have lasted all these years and many believe they were facts but they were not. They were not. They were fucking not. Fake news. Yeah. Fake <laughs> news. <laughs> By Monday morning, they started a huge search of Ed Keen's 195 Who reported the CNN? CNN fucking shit up since 1950. (laughs) Whatever the year was, you know. I'm fucking it up, too. You know, I know. We all know. We all know what year it is. You know. I don't want to say it. We We just don't want to say it. We want to see if you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Somebody's yelling at us right now. It's you fucking idiots. I know. Probably. Sorry. It's Tom. I don't know. Weird. I don't follow news. Weird. That's new. He's like rubbing his head in anger. I think that we should set up a video of him 
listening, listening to us and correcting us. God damn it, you fucking broads. Are you goddamn broads. <laughs> you hens, shut the fuck up. <laughs> fucking hen peckers. <laughs> somebody, somebody should create their own, the whole YouTube channel of nothing but people submitting reactions as to like, listening yeah. to, us. Like, to what they're listening so to. So we can watch something every week as well. <laughs> <laughs> I want this submitted every Thursday. It gives you one day to watch, record, send it in. We want to see it. We want to see it. I want to see it. Yes. Okay. 195 acre. Yes. They were. They started a huge search of the 195 acre property. Even with all of this help, this would end up taking over a week. Mm-hmm. Because they're still pulling all shit. So much shit. The hoarder's paradise. Oh, well, uh-huh. fuck, man. 195 acres. You've got a house full of fucking decaying garbage. Fuckery. And then you've, on top of that, you've got all of his arts and crafts projects, <laughs> bodies, fucking miscellaneous things. That house has fucking seven goddamn bedrooms. And even though he had kind of, like, Airbnb'd it mm-hmm. and, like, square, excuse me. Easy. Jesus. Pull it together. He's, like, sectioned it off and everything. You still have to go through the whole house because you don't know what's there. And then you've got outbuildings. You've got outhouses. Mm -hmm. You've got, because that's where they thought the blood and shit was dumped. Uh Yeah, so they would take off one layer of shit, and they're like, oh, my God, there's There's eight more of these fucking skull bowls. Jesus Christ. Is that a fucking ear? (laughs) That's a goddamn ear. Deputy (laughs) Sheely, Sheriff Sheely, is that a fucking ear? I need to find out who this ear belongs to. I wonder if they did that, too. Like, they just matched it up <laughs> to the death mask. And they're like, oh, look. Yeah, that yeah. looks great. Yeah, that's, that's it right Annabelle there. Right. That's Annabelle's mm-hmm. ear. Put that back. <laughs> Go put that back with her. Put it in the skin box. <laughs> Stick it in the vulvas. <laughs> Wait, Match we don't want to mix up vulvas and ears. What the fuck are you doing? You could get them confused if yes. you were drunk enough. Yes. <laughs> Depending on how wrinkly and weird it looked, I don't really know what a vulva looks like. Get yourself a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to look at my downstairs. You're not going to talk to it like no. on Big Mouth? I'm going to have a little <laughs> conversation with it. <laughs> this is where the pee comes out. Oh, really? Oh. And this is the vagina. Oh, I thought the whole thing. No, everybody no. thinks that, but no. No. <laughs> These are your Boom. baby ass. Ha <laughs> 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 just kidding. Go ahead. Touch it. <laughs> Go ahead. I like it. <laughs> All right. So, so, so many squirrel hunts in this one. Yes. Mm, shit. It's All good. Of them. By 11 a.m. that morning, Ed finally broke his silence after being roughed up by the sheriff. And this is where Joe Wilamowski deserves all of the awards for dealing with Ed all because he's a little shady motherfucker. And we'll get into the, the full confession here shortly. 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 There are a lot of questions answered when we get to that point, plus more questions. Oh, for s- us. So many more fucking questions. So The confession well, just questions. did not help me at all. No. no fuck no. And the way that he acted. Yeah, and the is, way he answers. Yeah. Like, that's the way people <sighs> practice answering questions so that they don't get fucking held on anything. No, I didn't admit to that. I said this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. we're gonna have... We're gonna try to tell you about it without going on, like, a full rant yes. about it because we have to save it for part four, but I don't know how how well that's gonna work we'll out. S- we'll see. We'll see. Part four might be very short because we just covered it all here. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Gene admitted to killing... Er, to Killeen that two years after his mother died, starting in 1947, he would spend five years going and digging up graves in different areas. As many as 40 graves he said he disturbed. But he only took from 
Like nine. Nine. So he says. We don't fucking believe him. We don't know because he also collected and then what he wanted and then replaced bodies. Like it yeah. was okay. Like, hey, I just need your eyebrows and a piece of your ear and your nipple. Uh-huh. Both oh, of them. Oh, that's a nice nipple you oh, have. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's and a maybe nipple. three oh, chunks of skin off your ass. But then I'm going to put the rest back because I'm a noise man. I'm oh, a noise man. that shoulder looks like a noise part of a chair. That <laughs> <laughs> would be a noise man. Noise armchair. Oh, yes. I, can I wonder if you ever cut somebody's fitting. ass off and made those like the ends of a chair. I would. Like the armrest? Yeah, fuck yeah. With buttocks. I do the whole butt so you get butt touches. Yeah. <laughs> and every butt. time you go to sit down, you'll be like, butt touch! <laughs> Get all excited and just rubbing a anus. Oh god! Oh god! No, like no. a stress relief. <laughs> <laughs> Let me touch the hole. Just like this. The balloon knot. One of those stress I squares. Do better. <laughs> stress cubes. I, gotta, I wish people could see what I was doing right I now. I do too. Because you just put it right Let's, here. Here. No. We got, no. Well, we have a cast. Just your hand. No, just your hand. Yeah. We can a cast that shit. Everybody knows <laughs> your butthole. You're rubbing. Your butthole. Your butthole. But he would also leave everything. How did he say that exactly? What? How he left the graves. Apple pie order. Yeah. Oh. I left it in apple pie order. Just fucking okay. It's like the lot of the full moon. It's the most American goddamn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> there should have been a fire or a flag behind him and a, a fucking rifle. Fire and fucking pie in front of him with a slice of cheddar on the top. I left it in apple pie order. Turner. Fucking fireworks. Who says that? Fucking geek. Right? The same person that says her house was neat as a pin. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. How's a pin not neat? There's it's not fucking, that much to it. It's I, a needle. Like I don't get it. But I'm dumb. Explain. Please explain. Explain, explain yourself. Okay. Anyways. Uh, after he admitted to this part, then he asked to go show Killeen, Sheely, and Joy... 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 <laughs> the different locations at his house. Mm-hmm. This is the first time since the discovery that the public could see Ed. The pictures where he's not looking at the camera and shuffling his in his cuffs are from that moment. Mm -hmm. So that Monday they went to the House of Horrors. House of Horrors. (laughs) They were calling it between fucking Murder Murder Factory. Factory. I like Murder Factory. I do too. Back. Fack. Fack. Ed showed them different locations of remains and the spot behind the outhouse that he had dumped all of Bernice Warden's blood. By the end of the trip, he wasn't afraid of the cameras and almost enjoyed it. He was like, you good-looking son of a bitch, smile. Who's that good-looking <laughs> SOB? Okay. Oh, yes. oh, that's fine. Look at that saggy-baggy eye, you handsome Sexy. son of a bitch. That's where those pictures of him staring at the camera with this crooked little grin are mm-hmm. from. We're going to post all of those in. still my heart. So it didn't take too long from the time that they left to go to the house and to come back. Because they were back about like one-ish. And then they immediately loaded him back up to take him to Washara County. Is that how you say that? Washara? Washara. Tell us, Tom. I know. (laughs) He's yelling at us where the fuck are you? I think it's Washara. I think it's Washara, too. Uh, County to be arraigned by Judge Boyd Clark for armed robbery since they had found the cash register that belonged to Bernice's hardware store. And they put his bail at $10,000 because he would be arraigned for first-degree murder in a few days. Right. But not right at the moment. So, back at the house, as they're pulling out more and more shit, the press outside is, like, a bunch of fucking insane Seriously, it was probably like you kicked a fucking hornet's nest. Yeah. And they're just outside, like, fucking buzzing. And you're trying to get away from them because you don't want to get stung. You don't want them to stop and ask you a question. Like, Jesus. I know. Somebody's like, Sheriff, Sheriff. You're like, God, fuck yourself. There's a... (laughs) 
<laughs> there's nine badges in there. I don't want to talk to you right now. Yeah. I don't Listen, even know. I had to just pull down a body yeah. out of a doorway. Can we stop licking? Imagine that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kratos is in here and he's Kratos is up. Ember's fucking pit bull that apparently his paws taste fucking awesome. I told you, he's like a cat. He just licks himself and naps. Ugh, what he does. That noise. Noise. <laughs> noise. 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 So the number of the dead they believed at this point was for sure 11, but it could be as many as 50 is what uh, Deputy Sharky was telling the press. So a lot of these things that the, the people are telling the press like prematurely the press ran with it and it actually and they're, like they're just like putting together fucking bits and pieces yeah bits and even and pieces like a bits and pieces they're like oh my god there's <laughs> 50 fucking vulvas and ears and noses and dead people everywhere all, all of does the things this, does this <clears throat> nose match this vulva <laughs> I don't know I don't know but a lot of the things that were said they actually believed was was fact later on right like, even still to this day a lot of stuff that people will say when they're talking about Ed Gein is actually actually a rumor versus real fact. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, you know, people in their premature talkulations, yeah. they should not. <laughs> premature ejaculate, don't premature ejaculate. <laughs> don't just premature anything right now. Yeah. You want to wait until it's ripe and ready. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Like I Bernice. second that. Oh, oh goodness. Fuck. Sorry. She was ripe and ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in just a few days, everyone around... Do you kind of think, like, Ed Gein was kind of like Sling Blade? Mm-hmm. Poor little vulva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just need a little salt. Oh, oh God. No. I love that movie so much. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> that reminded me of it. <laughs> Our podcast being the I'm Sorry, No, You're Good podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, you're good. Because now every time I say it, I think of that. I'm like, fuck. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so what was impressive for the 50s is just within a couple of days, everybody throughout the world knew about what was going on. <laughs> we need to take a minute. So in just 48 hours from the time that they found Bernice until this point, over 150 officers had been into Ed's house. This is where police, people of the town, press, everybody is convinced that obviously Ed is responsible for the last 10 years of everybody going missing. All right. right. Everybody gone. We know where you are. <laughs> Case closed. Let's go have some dinner. Yeah, because they still didn't know about the grave robbing yet. That was still just only in the confession. He made that little bit of a blurb, but they didn't release that part to the press. So as they're pulling out all these fucking things, they're like, oh, he has to be. It right. has to be him. There's no, there's no clear-cut evidence. They're just like slapping shit on him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, go, oh, fucking Annabelle Evans. She went missing back in 1944. Had to have been Gein. Had to have been. That motherfucker. That shady son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And police were especially convinced that he was responsible for the 1947 disappearance of eight-year-old Georgia Recker, Reckler that we talked about. The one little girl who was heading mm-hmm. home, checked the mail. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever saw her again. Along with the 1952 disappearance of Victor Bunk Travis. He was a hunter that went missing. And then... I'm sorry, what is his name? Victor Bunk Travis. Somebody fucking put Bunk as a middle name. It's Wisconsin. I don't try to understand it. <laughs> In Wisconsin, your name could be Bunk. Bunk. Your parents don't love you. Mm-mm. No. Or maybe sorry. they just love... 
Maybe they were cousins. Then Jesus. At that point. Let's name him after our dad. <laughs> Fucking bunk is a bad thing. Let's name him after our beds. Bunk beds. <laughs> <laughs> and the other disappearance of 1953 with the teenage uh, babysitter Evelyn, Evelyn Hartley. Jesus. So these were all, these three cases especially were stuff that they were trying really hard to pin on Ed. And they right. talked about it a lot throughout the different confessions, which, like we already said, that we will get into, but those three cases were the most talked about. And they probably wanted to do it for that closure thing, though, Mm because if he did do all of those and they have closure, then there's not somebody else there. Exactly. Then those can at least be done. By Monday morning, Lieutenant Vern Weber visited Plainfield to check out the clues uh, pointing to Ed being responsible for the disappearance of the babysitter. I wrote the wrong age down, but it was the 15-year-old babysitter that disappeared because there was a vulva in a box that seemed a lot smaller, a lot quote, younger. Oh, something that was a little less developed than like a, a lady's parts. Mm-hmm. There was another head that was also smaller. So they didn't believe it belonged to Ed's usual pool of fucking middle-aged women. Mm-hmm. So they thought maybe it has to be this. Yeah, but it, I, I guess maybe this is just me with my true crime brain, but mm-hmm. if I saw something that was a little bit smaller, I'd be like, well, fuck, this is out of place because this is out of his normal range right. of like what he preferred. Yeah, this doesn't belong to yeah. a big hefty mm-hmm. One of these things is not like the other one. Mm-hmm. Plus, Ed also had all the clippings from everything that had anything to do with the disappearance of Evelyn. So that's another reason why he decided to come down. However, after he sifted through the evidence and after he talked with Ed, he didn't really find it very likely that he was the one that committed the crime or supposed crime because they don't know if she ever lived. Obviously with the, the amount of blood that they found, it's obvious well, that she didn't. Well, and the shoe print that was outside the house, like way different size? Mm-hmm. It was like a size 11 and Ed was only five feet tall and he wore... Oh, fuck, he was short. Yeah. He was a... He was a fun-sized man. I'm fucking five feet tall. I know. Well, you would have a friend. <laughs> I guess Your I, own size. I, <laughs> fuck off. I've got 11-year-olds in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, Cal, you and Calvin are almost right there. Uh, my niece is, we wear the same size shoe. Like, if I were not such a fat bastard, we could probably share clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I thought, and maybe in my research and shit, I just never paid attention that I always mm-hmm. thought he was taller. Yeah, it, it said in his physical report that he was 60 centimeters or whatever. Oh, shit. 60 inches. inches. Yeah. Centimeters. 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 He'd be really tiny. <laughs> he's fucking cheese, you wee. Yay high to a pig's eye. He's fucking Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. I, for some reason, I thought he was taller, but how the fuck did he heave these bitches around? Pulleys, man. Pulleys. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that, I'm sure. It's also around the same time, by Monday evening, that the press decided to call his house the Death Farm, and Ed became the mad butcher of Plainfield. So that happened by Monday. I like it. Yes. Why does it have to be mad, though? Like Because like, he's I'm not sane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't. Trying to give my man some credit here. Mm-hmm. My little short man. I could have squ- smushed him. Smosh. Oh, smosh. I could have. He probably would have looked at you and been like, I will wear you so nice. You hefty harlot. And I'll be like, yeah, you'll wear me, but in a different fucking way than you're thinking, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I'm sure that's all he ever uh-huh. did was fuck himself. The sin of Onan. Mm-hmm. Oh, Onan. <laughs> Onan. 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 There it is. There it is. Onan. Onan. 
Jesus. Okay. So Joe Wilmofsky was the one who did most of the interviews. And in the book, Ed Gein File, A Psycho's Confession and Case Documents, it was produced and edited by John Borowski. 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 And it talked about how the original tapes... The original confession tapes somehow got lost some somewhere, somehow, blah, 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 blah. Don't know. They're gone forever. That shit you just misplace every day. Mm-hmm. But after, after they do any recording, they always have somebody sit and uh, transcribe yeah. it. But it was really hard for that person who was doing it to understand what was being said all the time because not all the time was it very clear. A lot of the time, Ed wasn't making any sense. Everything was out of order. It's because Ed was being a fucker. Right. And this this book was super, it was a very hard read. <laughs> because from page 63 to like 320 is all of the confession, but not all the time is it in order. You don't know what day really was what. And you can't read half the pages. Like, it's just... It's copies of a copy type of thing. <laughs> of a copy of a copy. A copy of a copy. Yeah. My favorite is when it has like parentheses and says unintelligible. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, And dude? it's always during the most important Make fucking up. questions. What the fuck is this? It's like a bite or something. Ugh. It's the hiv. It's definitely the hiv. Your hiv is breaking out. You fucking gave me AIDS, Nikki. You like No it. more scissor. You weren't complaining. No more scissor. You said I was the best scissorer you've ever had. <laughs> the best dry humper on the drill team. <laughs> So the one good thing that <laughs> I fucked the fuck out. <laughs> you know, DF me, DF me. She's like, try fuck, fuck the fuck out, out of me, Scott. <laughs> oh Jesus! Sorry. No, no. I remember that the no, first time that like one <laughs> no, of my you're good. no, you're good. No, you're good. One of my friends told me she was like, he DF'd me until he came in his pants, and I was like, what the fuck is Why? a DF? Yeah. She's like, a dry fuck. And I was like, why didn't you guys just get naked and bang? I mean, you're yeah. already putting in that work. I know. I'm like, God's it, I mean, already watching. He's sad. <laughs> that is not the sex God can't see. Yeah. No. Otherwise, you'd have put it in your thigh gap. <laughs> like <laughs> a real good girl. Or, or your, your butthole. <laughs> the, Utah butthole. Jesus. Jesus. the Utah Jesus. Oh the Utah virginity. <clears throat> Did I ever tell you about that? Mm-hmm. You my, took it in the butt? No. No, no, no. <laughs> I tried once. It sucks. It hurts. Um, um, I had a roommate in college. Just enough lube and it's fine. <laughs> no, it's no, not. No, it's not. I still have not succeeded at anal sex. Do you get apparently it on the my butt holes broken. Holidays? Tuesdays, Thursdays, and bank holidays. All the days. All the days in the butt. I'll take it. Apparently my not butthole me. is not gonna play game. Mm-mm. Like it's j- it's Mm-mm. not it's off the fucking table, dude. Uh no, I had a roommate in college that was a prissy little bitch and she was a finger quote virgin. And this fucking bitch had different guys over, like, literally every night. And I was like, you're not a fucking virgin. She's like, no, I have never actually had vaginal or anal intercourse. And I was like, okay, but when you say it like that, that makes me dry. So I can only imagine what it does to a dude. So what the fuck are you doing in there? Like, you blowing them? You know, she was lubing up her thigh gap and dudes were banging her. Why? Yeah. And because it does nothing for you as the woman. Why the nothing. fuck would you waste your time? Because no. she wanted she was just that popular, like wanted, wanted to be that attention. like sought after girl. Right. <clears throat> Come over later and you can fuck my thigh gap. For real though, I laughed. I don't have so, a thigh gap, so you're yeah, gonna be I don't either. fucking a bowl of bread dough. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably even feels it's better. Not probably. very tight. But it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's firm. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like fun, soft to the touch, firm to the taste. <laughs> it's like a Tempur-Pedic mattress, my thighs. <laughs> but yeah, so this girl and I fucking hope you hear me on this podcast <laughs> one day, Courtney. I'm oh, name dropping and everything. Oh, I'm not going to say her last name. There's lots of them. But anyway, she would literally put oil or lotion down there and let dudes bang in between her thighs like rub on the vagina, but not in the vagina. It's such a waste That's of time. That's what I would do, like, as lead into the banging, like, let's fuck around, let's get it all worked up, and then fucking go. Yeah, yeah no. That's and it. This, and, and it, for, like, it went on, like, don't go. Okay. It, it literally went on for, like, the entire fucking junior year of college. I'm so picky wow. about my pussy palace that I used to make out with dudes, and 100% of the time, making out with them, I was like, nope, you're not gonna be any fun. I'm gonna go home, fucking finger bang myself and go to sleep and I don't have to fucking worry about talking to you. That's the only reason why I was not a whore is because if you have to be able to know that you're going to make it worth my time. Yeah. That's wow. fair. I was fucking... I was too I'm, scared. Don't touch me. Like, Oh no, I'm touch me. I, I, you, you're I, in I, trials, but I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm worse than fucking Simon. You're on the fucking, fucking Saturday out. trial. Oh shit. <laughs> too afraid. Did it herself. More than 50 fucked less than 100. <laughs> I, just, I fucked them all. All the ones you didn't fuck, I fucked them. Angel was doing charity work. She was doing Jesus's work. I know that these two bitches doing. aren't putting out, so just come to me and I'll fuck you. It wasn't quite that extreme. No. She was doing God's work. She's like, let me help you out. I am an angel, after all. I am. <laughs> I am an angel. Fuck me in the ass if you love Jesus. <laughs> it's the only sex that God can't, can't see. see. Uh, I love all that right. song. Uh, okay. God, way what the fuck off is wrong with us no, everything that's you got to cut that out my husband will hear that yeah cuz we started we started off with anal sorry where my pen go you did okay no, we never did. start off with anal <laughs> sure. sure anyway well, well, I, I don't know. want it moving ever. on so all right so the one good thing and I have to make note of it again is because in 57, I mean, it's the 50s. Guys are like, you got to be manly. You got to be whatever. And Joe uh, Wilmoski handled Ed with kid gloves. Like, he was very gentle. He understood that there is obviously something fucked up with him. Right. So he made sure that, that he, he smoked all the weed before he went in so he was chill. Dude, that guy, his wife should have been mouth banging him on the regular oh, because the shit that he had to do to put up with Ed. Like, he does, I couldn't have done it. I no, would have fucking fuck rape no. choked him. I guarantee it. Not the good kind. Not the good kind. There would have <laughs> the been no, no safe, safe words. words. <laughs> you can say them all you want, but it's They're not, not going to stop. Out. You fucking raspberry. Raspberry. I can't. She's like, I can't fucking hear you. Oh, did that mean tighter? Did you say tighter? I'm pretty sure I heard tight in there. Yeah. Toit. Toit. Like a toyga. <laughs> like a toyga. So when Ed offered to take the polygraph test, because he's like, oh, the lie box will no, blah, 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 blah. When Joe sat him down, he made sure that he walked him through every little step. Like, yeah, the lie box is kind of like how your mom is. You can, even if you don't say something out loud when you think it, your mom always knows when you're about to tell a lie. That's what this thing does. And he walked him through. Here's here's where the paper comes out. Here's where the stuff moves. We're going to put this blood pressure cuff on you. It's going to be like somebody's kind of squeezing your arm a little bit, but not too hard. And when he pumped it up, he made sure that it was okay for Ed, adjusted it whenever he demanded, which he did all the time. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> and he would say to do this first test, because anytime they did a polygraph test, they did the same thing twice through. 
So he'd say, all right, between the numbers one and 10, you're not going to choose one or two, and you're not going to choose nine or 10, just because um, when you're first asking questions, people can be a little yeah. jittery. So you have a number between three and eight. Think of the number, write it down, but make sure that I can't, I can't see it, anything like that. Then I'm going to ask you, did you choose number one? You're going to say no. Did you choose number two? You're going to say no. Did you use number three? You're going to say no. You're going to say no all the way through. And the lie box, finger quote, will be able to tell us Mm -hmm. which number you actually chose. Well, yeah, because the closer they get to the number, the higher your heart rate and everything else is going to be. Right. So when they did the test both times through, uh, six and eight popped up as being a lie. And when they talked about it, he had said, Ed had said, well, I originally thought I was going to say six, but then I chose not to. And so then I chose eight. But it picked up both times that he had chosen because he had thought about it. Right. So um, and they did that with any of the questioning. And all I remember reading like 20 pages in that confession book of just asking the same question over and over again. Six or eight, bitch. Do you think you could pass a polygraph? No. Maybe you could. Hell no. I get nervous no matter what. Even if I know I'm innocent, I will apologize. I think I could. Only because I'm like, I have racing thoughts all the time and my fucking blood pressure is like through the fucking roof all the time. Like as soon as somebody's like, like puts a cuff on me, I'm going to ask you some question. Everything's going to be off the fucking meter. Well, and then mm-hmm. I would overthink everything while I'm doing it. So then I would probably be nervous because I, I'm overthinking. Right. I think yeah, I would like, give, like, I know this is the answer, but is it going to show that that's the answer? Everything would show up as a lie, I think. Yeah, me. me too. You could ask me my fucking name and it would probably show yeah. up as a lie. Well, they'll take a base thing. They'll put you on it for a while so they can get like a base and they'll just ask you normal questions, like just conversation so they can see where you kind of run on an average. Did you ever see about that little girl that um, I'll have to find? the actual case but she passed a polygraph test by putting a tack in her shoe and every time they asked her like is your name blah 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 mm-hmm. she would poke her fucking toe on that tack and the pain would cause a spike in her like heart rate and blood pressure mm-hmm. and so her entire test was like inconclusive hmm. wow well that's why they don't really <clears throat> polygraph tests don't really do shit no. No. anymore they've learned over time but anyways Continue the joke. Um, (laughs) So, Ed was on the polygraph test a few times. With each set of questions, they would do the test, like, two times. Mm -hmm. So that they were trying to get a a basic idea of, like, where they were with all the questions. they would do, like, one one day, and then the next day they would do the same questions. Right, with basic questions. So they would do stupid stuff, like, what is your address, or, you know, what have you. So, from one of the polygraph tests, there would be something like, is your name Edward? Have you only killed two people? Is your last name Gein? Have you killed any more living people? And come back to, like, is your name Ed? So, Mm -hmm. they're, like, filtering through these questions a couple of different times. Right. Are all the other bodies from the graves you dug up? Mm -hmm. That would be my favorite question to ask. (laughs) Sorry. You'd be, like, rubbing your hands together. No, you're good. No, you're good. No, you're you're good. No, you're good. Um... (laughs) All of the questions were told to Ed first to make sure that he understood them or if they needed to be reworded. Which they did. They uh, several Uh, fucking times. 
He was only to answer yes or no or I don't know. And on other occasion, uh, other occasions, Joe tells Ed um, that they're going to ask how many people he killed going from like 1 to 20 mm-hmm. and give him like a range. And they would be like super specific. Like, have you only killed one person? Okay. Have you only killed two? And they would run all the way up to... 243? No. <laughs> only to like 20 or something like that, I think. <laughs> and then they would ask him if he lied about any questions. On both occasions, he spiked as lying about the number of people he had actually killed, which reached, it was like five, three, four, and then no, and then it was, I lied. Yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> all right, he you said, got me. <laughs> he said no after, after two when they asked, like, have you killed three people? He said no. And he said no all the way up through. But it spiked it as a lie until somewhere around, like, five or six is when it started showing that he was telling the truth again. And then that very last question of have you lied through anything, he said no, but it spiked as he was lying he then. Was telling a fib mm-hmm. again. So there's that whole mystery. <laughs> so we, we don't really know. Of did he kill more than just the two people? And we will never know. Nope. Which pisses me off. <laughs> it's that unanswered horse shit that keeps me awake at night. Like, I'll wake up at 3.33 in the morning, look at the clock and be like, but did he really kill more than two? <laughs> Were there more than two? Were there Fuck. three? Who could it be? And then you're trying to piece everything and together. Like, did he really could get that this fucking babysitter? Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. So when Ed was actually told the, the results, he went into the whole thing of how at the hospital for a physical evaluation, he had been complaining of headaches and other physical ailments. He told Joe that they found that his heart was enlarged and that that could be like the heart rate monitor or whatever would be why it's barking is a lie. Uh huh. This the lie box. It knows I have a heart murmur. But oh, lie box. Oh, oh lie box. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but when they did his physical, there was nothing wrong with his heart. Like no. there, there were no defects. There was no enlargement. There was no nothing that would indicate that. Mm-hmm he would be faltering on a fucking mm-hmm. polygraph. And this is something he would do every time they would tell him that he failed at something or be like, oh, hey, you remember you said this or you didn't say that. He'd be like, oh, it's because I'm, I'm constipated. I have headaches. It was everything. I always from, like, lie when I have to take a so shit. Much it was, oh, my God, dude. It's, it's. Let me get my shit together so I'm not stuttering and stammering like a fucking idiot. I'm constipated. I have a headache. My pulse is pounding into my fucking temples. I uh, I have a fucking sunburn. There's a rash in my thighs. My pee smells funny. You guys fed me too much asparagus. Oh, and well, he would ask, can I eat this or can I drink this or will this mess up my test all Jesus. the time? And they'd be like, no, you're you're fine. You can have a fucking turkey sandwich. It's not going to do it's anything. It's not going to ruin your life. And off. then afterwards, he'd be like, oh, it must have been the fucking sandwich or fucking the it piece was of the pie. F- it was the fucking asparagus. Oh, God. Oh, uh, no. I, you, oh, I had oh, too much cheese, oh, you know. Oh, oh, oh Whitaker yeah. eye. That's all I had. <laughs> I just put everything from headaches to rashes to constipation to he had a bunch of physical uh, ailments uh, that, that just kind of like a shit up apparently yeah like came out of nowhere too like he could wake up one morning and be like i believe i have a uti mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't believe my test will come out and there he goes irish okay. irish uh-huh. See? don't believe my test will come out perfect because i'm pissing bloods well and he would only do that afterwards too he wouldn't right. ever say anything before no it would only be after no and so joe actually goes on like he plays along with the game mm-hmm. and says okay well, if you feel that that happening during your session of questioning, 
just tell me so that we know. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you're like if you've got a migraine coming on, yeah, if your or temples you like, are slamming, yeah, or, or you whatever. feel like you need to poop but you can't, mm-hmm. we'll just stop. We'll give you a little prune juice, let you reset. But the, lay off the super cheese. fucking annoying thing is every time it spiked as a lie, he would even say, "Did that spike?" And oh. Joe would be like, "Yes, it did." And he'd be like, "It's oh, because oh, my, my temples." He- yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, my head hurts." I don't need a lie box. I tell on myself. So, but th- this is where like I try so hard <laughs> not to like discuss. Yet, yeah, I yes, know. It's, it's, I we're going into yeah, but it was. Oh, did that spike? Yeah, it did. Oh, it's because I have a migraine. Yeah. It's because I have to poop and my asshole's panting, but no poop's coming out. Yeah, that that spike <laughs> is my butthole panting. I, I, that, that sweat that's beating off my forehead mm-hmm. is because my bowels hurt. I got the yeah. shit cramps in the middle of that question. <laughs> Can we try it again? Dude, the Pretty shit cramps much. are no fucking joke, though. Those things are... Blah, no, blah, they blah, are blah. not. God. <laughs> anyway. Debilitating diarrhea. Debilitating. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. All right. (laughs) So this wasn't the first game that Ed had actually played on them while they were being interviewed. And Joe even said that he knows when he's being messed with. And this was kind of a game with him. Mm -hmm. So it was a game between him and and little Eddie Gein. Mm -hmm. Now, whenever it came time to answer certain questions about Bernice or Mary, he would say, well, it's all hazy. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't remember versus, like, maybe what he was told. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if this is memory or if this is, if I'm just, if I know it because I was told it. Right. Like, you made me believe this. So I can't. told me. It's Uh what you told me. So he would, he oh, fucking words, mouth, make words. Uh, He doesn't know which information is his or what was actually fed to him. Mm -hmm. So at this particular juncture, whatever he's giving you, is it, is it fact or fiction? And he would say that. that. He'd be like, well, I don't think I did, but you're saying I did. So I must have done it. Maybe I did. Oh, I I don't know. So yet the, the second that he wasn't being recorded, like if he was in his cell or whatever, his mind would suddenly become very clear. And this is when, this is the, the, part that I love to discuss because whether it was like the COs in the in the jail or the sheriff or whomever he would suddenly have bits of clarity where he would admit to certain things with full conscious like mind yeah like to full say. details oh yeah whether it was Mary or Bernice on what actually happened yeah but if they would bring it up again well then, then it was then it was I don't oh, oh I don't remember the moments passed oh, yeah sometimes sometimes they'd be like well do you want to go up and you want to talk about it and he'd be like yeah while my memory's fresh let's go up and do that. The second they brought him up, he'd be like, "Oh, I don't remember," or "Oh, my headache is back." Or, but do you have cheese? <laughs> do you <laughs> got the cheese? Is there an apple pie with some cheddar on it? Mm-hmm. But that was kind of the game that he played. So he would start blurting out all these fucking bizarre, crazy ass, clear details about Mary or Bernice or fucking whatever, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, let's go upstairs. Let's chat about it where we can fucking right. record this." And then they get up there, and he's like, "I, but my butthole hurts. It's all." <laughs> Hazy. It's all hazy. I've got a turtle head poking out. <laughs> I've got the turtle head poking out. Well, it reminds me of uh, Dahmer when he was in jail, and he would shape the food to look like body parts and put the ketchup on it and hide it in places or tell the cops, like, careful, I bite. Like, those kind of, like, weird but, Yeah, those, well, but he would even say, like, he'd get up there, and Joe would be like, okay, well, tell me what you just said. And he's like, what did I say? 
Yeah, you tell me. What? You tell me. What did I say? Wait, I said something? Yeah. He would never admit to something. He'd be like, well, you tell me what happened. Or and you and, tell me what I said. Right. And Joe would be like, I want you to tell me what you remember, like what you just said. I don't want to like, put words in your mouth. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know. What did I say? This is like every day of me dealing with my 10-year-old. <laughs> Where they just, just saying. they don't want to admit what they've done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it would be like, you know, I, I suppose. I, I oh. guess I, oh, I suppose. Oh, I suppose. Okay. I suppose. <laughs> that, but it, that would make sense. And that would make sense by what you found or, oh, you know. Well, I he, guess but that he wouldn't, sounds right. Oh, I guess that does sound right. But there was nothing ever recorded mm-hmm. that could be transcribed for us to look at. That was actual factual put together shit. Mm-hmm. Or it would be parentheses fucking unintelligible. Why? Bitch, just type something in there. I, I don't even know. Fuck. fuck. Come unintelligible. on. So only after Joe said it first would Ed agree to anything. So then it just kind of looks like Ed is mimicking and agreeing to whatever Sheriff has said to him. Yeah, so then it looks like he's very impressionable. Right. And that he's not coming up with things on his own. He's only agreeing. Like how little kids will be mm-hmm. like, did you take this? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess it was me yeah, type of thing. Yeah, but it would be literally like hours of back and forth, back and forth, but nothing concrete that they could use because nothing had been recorded. And so, yeah, then where do you go with that? Yeah, so for a lot of people, they thought, oh, you know, he's highly, he's highly impressionable. He's going to agree with everything, blah, 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 blah. But when you actually sit down and you read the fucking confessions, you can kind of see things in a different... Where he's, you can see that he's, like... Fishing. Fishing for shit. Do you like how we do this? Yeah. This, is that how you fish? Uh, uh, apparently, well, if you, you, you're either shooting spider web or you're fucking... Come here, bitch. Would you like to go fishing? Stroke in the <laughs> G-spot? Go fish. Go fish. <laughs> Do you have Bernice's body? Mm, go fish. Go fish. <laughs> go fish. <laughs> so Joe would finally sort of get some kind of a confession out of him. And Ed would say that it was on accident in both cases. But, like, once it happened, he figured, like, yeah, better not let it go to waste. Right. Like, so, he, doesn't remember, he doesn't remember doing it. No, 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 no. I didn't do that. I don't know. If you said I did, I probably did. I guess I did. Oh, wait, I did kill him, but it was an accident. But then, why let that go oh, to waste? Oh, no, I was letting my friend use the summer kitchen. Yeah. What he does is none of my business. <laughs> what Blackout Nikki does is none of her business. None of your business. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing is he would remember even all the way up until he fired at either Mary or Bernice. 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 Wow. He would remember all the way up until that moment, but that specific moment he he wouldn't remember. No, and then he would he would actually go on, like when Joe asked if he killed Mary or Bernice because they reminded him of his mother, he would say, oh, well, you know, that I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But he didn't say it. Uh-uh. He so had a, so yeah. literally, like if you were trying to, like if you tried to use that in a court of law, they'd be like, you're beavering the witness. Like <laughs> Beavering? <laughs> Dude, Ted. Um, I get it. (laughs) Objection. Overruled. Beavering the witness. (laughs) But you can't say, did you kill him because of this reason? Mm -hmm. And then have them be like, oh, well, I guess that kind of makes sense. Because they're not admitting to that. They're not saying that you're literally feeding them. Yeah, you're just agreeing. Mm -hmm. Right. So then after hours and hours, and like 50 pages later, he would say in his own words, I wanted to have them for them to be mine. Mm -hmm. And so 
but what exactly does that mean? Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Well, that he, he would say, you know, like, yeah, I did. I did want them. I wanted them to be for, for me. They, like, reminded me of my mom. But this took... Hours and pages. Days. And days. It took days. Because I think that actually happened after he went to the the psych ward for a minute yeah. and they hadn't come back for a, a final polygraph. I think that's when he finally admitted to it. Oh. Do you think he took out their pussies so they couldn't be harlots anymore? Look, no. bitch, if you don't have a pussy, you can be nice like my mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would even say, after he would say that they reminded me of my mom. Like, I, I didn't... I didn't want to kill them. Like, he didn't admit to that part, Mm -hmm. but he said that he wanted to. Yeah. Like, I don't remember doing it, but I do Uh, remember that I I wanted to. So frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. So it was, I don't remember killing him. I, I don't know about that, but I know I wanted to. So, so it's like admitting, but not admitting. Yeah, no, you're fucking, you're you're tiptoeing around the tulies on this. Uh-huh. Ed wasn't, I don't know, dude. I don't know if he was just that clever or if he was that stupid. Fine fucking line between the two of those. Well, I'm saving my shit for episode four. Oh, we're God, asking, we're right. asking the listeners. All we're not, listeners, what do you mean? All listeners. It's, it's, what, it's, uh, fucking, it's, 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 uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's, a struggle. Whoa, God. Kratos had to put in his two cents. Mm -hmm. I don't, I I don't know. I think he was actually that clever. Mm -hmm. I really do. Well, we'll talk about it. But, so Ed was always fed like a champ. He ate apple pie with the cheddar slice on the top, kind of like we've talked about. Mm -hmm. And they always talked about, like, he would actually talk about how the cheddar was a sad piece of cheese. And even after he got, like, I remember um, in the book Deviant, Mm -hmm. he would complain that he was hungry, and that's why his head would start hurting, and so he would need a snack. And they and would so they, feed him. And they would feed him. So he'd get this piece of warm apple pie with a chunk of cheddar on the top, which, mm-hmm. by the way, it needs to be fucking American, you uncultured Cute bastards. bitch. Anyway, but then he would go on to complain about the quality of the food. Well, it, it, that Jeez. was actually, like, a misconception in Deviant that I had found, because in the actual confessions, you can read it, where Joe was the one that was like, oh, that cheese looks a little sad. And Ed's like, well, yeah, it is. Like, he would agree with him that, yeah, it is sad. And Joe would be like, do you want me to get you another piece? And he'd be like, no, it's fine. Like, I'll still eat it. Yeah, I was going to say, he can't seem, he doesn't seem to be a picky guy when it came to food. No. Because how long has he lived on his own? Mm-hmm. Eating pork and fucking Eating beans. Eating pork and beans out of a skull. Right. <laughs> Unless he went to Mary Hill. Mary, did I make up that name? Mrs. Hill. <laughs> Mrs. Hill. Irene. I'm going to make some fucking words up. And he ate there, but not always. So mm-hmm. you, I was wondering that, too. Like, why would you bitch about the food when... Yeah, it was more... Fucking food? It was more Joe that was, like, driving it home of, oh, that's shit cheese. Why'd they give us shit cheese on this apple pie? Well, but they would, he would also push mm-hmm. for, like... Are you hungry? Oh, yeah. Need to eat? You need... Do we need to stop? Do you need water? Do you need coffee? What do you need? And they always, they always did. And his two favorite things to eat was fucking apple pie or pumpkin pie. And I'm assuming probably just because it was right before Thanksgiving. And they were both Maybe. good to fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't <Wow>. know. <laughs> so, but Ed would also go on and ask Joe, like, if certain things, excuse me, if certain things were okay to eat before he got onto his lie box test. Right. And it was always like, you know, is this going to mess up my results? Kind of like we had talked about. Mm-hmm. And Joe would always tell him the truth, like, 
hey, no, it's fine. You can have whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not going to mess with the results. But Ed would always turn around and be like, oh, well, it had spiked. It was that dry piece of cheddar. Right. Oh, Remember God. how you said that piece of cheddar was sad? Oh, it made it, my it, results. It made my results up. sad. My results are now sad. So Joe always told the truth to Ed, and Ed liked Joe, and oh, he, he said did. that Joe helped him clear his memory a little bit, and that he was a good friend, and that he wished that they would have met under different circumstances. Really, Joe was just doing his job and desperately trying to, like, get Ed's acceptance mm-hmm. in order to, like, win him get into a, a, like, win him into a, what do they call that? Like, the fake sense of security. 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 Yeah. And where it was being recorded. Right. Because he he would never do that. And Joe, this is another thing that's uh, kind of before its time, because in the in the show from Netflix, Mindhunter, mm-hmm. is when they try to get into that whole criminal behavior. That's kind of where all that came up. That's where the term serial killer. But they learned that if you play their game with them, they're more likely to admit to stuff. Right. And Joe was doing this two fucking decades before yeah. right. they started. So, I mean, Joe, like I said, he's my homie. He needs all the awards. Fucking Willamovsky. He knew some shit about some shit about some shit. He did. He must have had a challenging wife. He was like, oh, I'm just going to deal with Ed like I do with my wife. <laughs> Fucking maybe. <laughs> Fucking kids, gloves, and pie. Yeah. I mean, really? It works Isn't that home. how all of our husbands deal with this? Right. Oh, God, it's bleeding. There's some hot fries and some <laughs> Kit Kats, and let me rub your fucking butt. You're you're pretty. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're so pretty. That's what I get every time I'm super cleaning the house and I don't talk when Quinn first gets home. He's like, um, you I look just, very pretty. I just want you to know that you're beautiful today. Because most of the time when I'm doing that, it's because I'm really fucking pissed off. If when I clean, I probably <laughs> won't kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. I've learned. It's when I stop talking. Mm-hmm. That is when you should be really fucking concerned, and Spencer knows that. When I start giving him the cold shoulder and I stop talking, shit just got very fucking real. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a chatty fucking Kathy. And if I no. go if I go radio silence, <laughs> that's like when the fucking inner serial killer is like plotting shit. I'm like, okay, so I have seven acres of orchard. Each grave needs to be six by six. And I'm like plotting it out <laughs> in my fucking head. And then yeah. you're like, but do I want to dig? Mm-hmm. I have a bobcat, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Sorry, Spencer, I tried. I tried. I tried to keep you alive. And we had to take a little pause to do adult things with children. Just a wee one. Just a small break. A small break. Just a mom taxi service. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. So, back at the ranch. Back at the ranch. Sometimes Ed would ask to see pictures of the things that they pulled out of his house mm-hmm. to better explain it to Joe. Right. Because Joe didn't always tell him what they'd seen in the house. Right? Yeah, exactly. Well, and Joe didn't always know either. Because Joe was the one that was in there with uh, yeah. with him explaining. So, And he would tell him. He'd be like, I don't know what's in there. Because from the very beginning, Ed at first kind of got mad at Joe. Because he had asked Joe something. And Joe didn't know the answer to it. And so there was like God that damn breaking. It, Joe. God damn it, Joe. So there's that break in trust. So with this, when he, Joe would be like, okay, so explain this and this to me. And Ed would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I need to see the pictures. I, yeah, you're going to have to take me or show me or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it came to the masks and the noses, he would say that he liked to wear them. And the lipstick was used to be a type of preservative. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Lipstick does not preserve your lips no, at all. No, it does not. I don't know if it's MAC, it does. Maybe. But like, I if anything makes it. it through that fucking lipstick, it'll be the goddamn holocaust of lipstick. <laughs> I don't think they had MAC back then, though. I'm just saying. Fair enough. He had noses because sometimes <clears throat> moths and things had gotten to the faces and they couldn't be saved. So why would you... Why? Why would you keep them? Well, what are just you every you once can't... in a while, when I don't feel like wearing a full mask, I just pop a little nose on. Well, <laughs> he doesn't no. know what grave they belonged in, so he can't put them back, so I guess he just hoarded them. Maybe. That's a great thought. Maybe, but still, at the end of the day. That's you like, don't just pop on a nose? No. I would. I mean, when I'm in a hurry, I might pop on a little bit of fucking mascara what if instead this of my bitch, whole face. What if just like grabbed bitch. like a great big one and just Colin Kate yeah. make the fuck out of it? <laughs> He's like... Like this face, I really like, but I don't like the nose. So let's oh, no, we'll just take that off. Fucking perfect. Let's put this nose on, and we're good. It's beautiful. Ed, what's wrong with your own nose? It was fine. It was fine. No, it wasn't. It was a little to the left. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had the full mask with scalp and hair, so he could wear it for extended periods of time and not have to hold it on with twine like some other. You know, yeah, because some of the very first masks were just the masks, and, and then he learned them on like little kids. Yeah, like a Halloween mask, and then he well, learned. Yeah, if he just they, scalped them, because then he had like all the the full cap back, and he had hair, so he didn't need a wig. He was saving on fucking money. <laughs> God, I hope he conditioned those. <sighs> I don't know. He probably just oiled them like do everything else. Old. Uh, old. 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 Do you think the hair started falling out, or does it, like, keep? I don't know. But would it be, like... I'm sure it would start falling out eventually. A bare rug? Because that hair doesn't fall out. I'm not up to date with my human scallops. No. I'm sorry. We <laughs> I wonder if it's, like, 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 literal taxidermy, where, like, if you have a bare skin rug, mm-hmm. that fucking hair doesn't fall out. So, like, how was he preserving him? Was the hair falling out, or did they have a... F- I just I see, like, so some some so golemy fucking hair Yeah, like, the like six yeah. strands of hair. Ooh. Yeah, that's what God. I think. Yeah. I precious. Yes. As he's stroking his vulvas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the hair, I wonder if the hair stayed in those. Gross. Probably better than what's on the head. Yeah, I know. The eyes and like mouth. Like an SOS pad that's been left in the sink too long. <laughs> oh. It's just, like, brittle pad. and starts falling apart. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, yeah. anyway, okay. sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. No, you're good. No, you're good. The eyes and mouth were cut out so he could see naturally and to talk and sing mm-hmm. and eat mm-hmm. because we always or, think with know, our face masks. Fucking go naked under the full moon and beat on your human tom tom. You're wearing a you're wearing a pussy. You're wearing a human. <laughs> You've got vulva and leggings. <laughs> you're Hello. in your women's birthday suit. <laughs> yeah, and your titty vest. I'm in your on. memory vest. Your memories. Yes. Sweet memories. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some tissue. Some tissue. Some tissue. Oh shit. When he started admitting to the grave robbing, he said that he would enter in like a trance. Mm-hmm. He would sometimes pray to get out of it and find himself in the middle of a, digging a grave and stop. Just. So like he just started feeling guilty and like like came out like snapped out of yeah. it. And was like, oh fuck. What am I doing? My my thing that I've always asked, and I am completely ignorant when it comes to this kind of stuff, but if you're in the middle of a trance, how would you have the wherewithal enough to try to pray your to way out? To pray your out? way out. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Because if you're in a trance, you're in like a, a 
I'm a fucking trans. Like, like you're not thinking. thinking. Was it like urges, maybe, where you know how you get the urge to have something? Like if, like if they they explained it, like a right. like a druggie gets an urge. He's in the middle. He's got the urge. Maybe he's trying to get out of it. Then maybe, but he specifically says trans yeah. versus a want to do something. But he would be able to pray his way in the middle of a trance. It's like, like in the middle yeah. of being hypnotized, you pray in your way awake. Like is that like out. some fucking DID shit where? Like, one personality taps the other on the shoulder and is like, you should pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. And don't then know. the other one takes over and he's like, I'll put it back. No, put it back. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he would wake up sometimes in the middle of it and... Put it back. Put it, dig All everything. right, I'll put this one back, but the next one. The next one's mine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> other times he would dig them up and only take the head. Sometimes the vagina, if it was in good shape. So if you had a good snatch back in Plainfield, you're fucked. If you were a 50-something woman with, with a pretty good, pussy, <laughs> it's fucking like, dunsies. It's like going a on as a getting, fancy cocksuck. You're, get, you're getting a fucking V, V, like the V cut. Uh-huh. We're taking the vulva, the anus. Taking it all. Proposing to it. <laughs> Propose. <laughs> With the heads, <clears throat> he would just cut it open when... With the heads, he would cut it open, oh and God. then he would he would slice the neck all the way down to the bone and then rock it back and forth how you would to loosen something, like a joint or a joist. I love the hand motions you're making right, right? now. Does this too. help you? It does. It does. It helps me. Right? I mean, he, he would twist on it, Dude, and then he would fucking hack and then take it. Oh, duh. What else do you do? How else would you get it off? That's it's what, almost like, you know, when you have like... <laughs> so sorry. Oh, shit. It's almost like when you've got, like, that tab on something, and you're yeah. like, fuck, crack, 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 crack. Yeah, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. With a fucking head. With a heed? With a heed! Heed! Pants! <laughs> no! Okay. <laughs> okay. If he wanted more, any more of the body, he would pull the whole thing out, take it home, take off the pieces he wanted, and then return it back to the grave and bury it back up so it looks like nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he would stay numb, as he called it, until the bodies were put back in the grave. Yeah, so he wouldn't remember anything. He would be in his trance from the time he left his house until he left the grave after he put everything back. So sometimes he'd say... So he's on his way home in his old fucking four-door sedan, and he's like, oh shit, did I just dig up fucking grave? Yeah, I lost like a day <laughs> or two, because yeah, sometimes it would take more than one yeah. day. <clears throat> and he's back, bitches. Fuck. I don't know. Guess well, he's back. Back, back, back again. again. Eddie's back. Digging graves. <laughs> Digging your friend. Digging a friend. Digging a friend. Digging a friend. I wonder if we get in trouble for copyright on that. <laughs> I was just getting go for a rap. I was like, we could do this. I mean, <laughs> know this fucking Nobody song. Nobody wants to see no more. They want crazy. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to see burners. Burners. No more. Burners. 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 <laughs> burners, burners, burners. Hi, hi. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! All right, okay. Back. So sorry. <laughs> finally, after a, after a long time, they finally got the names of the graves robbed by Ed. Where did they get the grave? The names? He there finally was, admitted he, to it. Yeah. So he actually came out and was like, No, 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 no. But if he's in a trance, he's such a fucking liar. He's fuck you. Lies, lies. Yeah, because at the lies, lies, lies. Yeah. When he admitted to the names is after he went to the hospital and then came back for that last polygraph. Right. Is when he was like, these are the names, blah, 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 blah. But he made sure to hit home. And we'll talk about it more, I think, especially 
especially in part four, but where he really hit home of, I'm just, I'm a really sick person. I'm really mentally ill. I'm really, like, he, right, every excuse was really uh, grinding that in. I don't disagree. I think he was deeply mentally oh, fucking for sure. ill. I do but, too, but what is it? But what degree I wanna know. is where I'm at? I think he was probably... <sighs> Speculation station? Yeah, but no. I mean, we shouldn't. No, not yet. You just, just hold it. Do you want me to? We'll save that for part four. Part four. All right, yes. just hold it. All right, hold it in your little brain. Okay, so in Plainfield, he there was Shoreman, mm-hmm. Bergstrom, Adams, Everson, Sparks, Woodward, and an unknown. In Hanuk, he took the body of Fosters, and in Spiritland, Biggs. I want to say. Hancock. Did I say Hanock? I don't know what you said, but I, it says cock, so I really want to emphasize yes. that. It says Hancock. <laughs> no, you I said Hanock. I just make like, up ha- shit. I'm having issues with reading today. Cock. Hand. I just like cock. to say cock. Masturbation. I hate how she, her words. <laughs> Hancock. <laughs> so that totals nine bodies, but he said he probably started digging up at least 40, but would stop either because they were encased in cement or he woke up out of his trance and went home. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Adams, which we talked about in part two when we had her. And yeah. Can we talk about that? Can, yeah. we, talk to, can we say who it was yet? Yes. Sure. Okay. So when we had Tom read that part and he was talking about Mrs. Adams, that was the same, the same lady. Lady. And he took her because he's a petty bitch. Basically, yeah, because uh huh, this was like a vendetta, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't make me wear your mama, and that's what he did. <laughs> Dude, fuck I'm gonna me and I'll wear your mama to be, to piss me off. I'll wear your mom, yeah. <laughs> fuck me up, and I'm gonna be wearing your mom's face, yeah. Bitch. So, because Adam's son lied to him and said that he needed to borrow like ten dollars for something very important, but really, it wasn't anything important, and, and then he never he, paid him back, yeah. He never paid him back, so he's like, you know what, fuck you, I'm mm. gonna wear your mom's pussy, I'm yeah. gonna take. Take your mom, and I'm gonna fucking wear her like as a, a night as a nightgown. Yeah, all of it. Maybe I'll come knock on your fucking door at night just to freak you Holy out. Holy shit! How awful would that be? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> if somebody was just like, and you open up to see your dead relative. Hey, <laughs> I got you good. You fuck. I got you good. You, you fucker. fucker. <laughs> Rookie. Rookie. <laughs> Look like spit to you. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> So Joe was also able to coax out of Ed what? He'd make a flying car and he'd fly away. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go. <laughs> Joe was also able to co- to coax Ed. That good God. Okay. So Joe, after talking a lot with Ed, Nikki is struggling I can't at the moment. Today. He was able to get Ed to admit that Ed wanted to be. A woman. woman. And so they talked about... What? This is new information. (laughs) He would say, yes, indeed, I I tucked my penis in in the vagina. He talked about wearing (laughs) ladies' clothing, and he talked about... Nice full skin suit. He he actually, like, so in that other book, not Deviant, but the other one, Mm -hmm. he actually talks about how when he was home by himself, he would speak to himself in a lady's voice. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he liked the sound of his lady voice. Probably. Oh, and that he, he would just—that's a pretty voice. 
He would just walk around the house as as a woman. Like, I feel pretty. Oh, so, so pretty. pretty. That's all I imagine. And um, when he would get all dressed up and dance out in the, in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. I, How I, did nobody see that? That's why well, I mean, he's I'm out wondering. in the middle of fucking nowhere on a farm. Like, I can go outside in my underwear and have a fucking beer on my back porch, and nobody fucking sees that. I mean, and we I have, live closer to fucking town than he ever did. I have fornicated many times in the outdoors, out back. So, I mean, I get where... Out back here? Yeah. Trampoline. Fucking s- gross. Your kids play on that. They also Fucking come center. and jump into the bed, so... Oh, yeah. that's fair. All right, you have a good point. The bigger kids have to play first. I was going to say something else about siblings I can't to look play at on you. the trampoline, nope. too, but... Nope, nope, I can't look at you right now. <laughs> look into my eyes. <laughs> look into my eyes. Don't you see they're open? Would I lie to you, baby? Anyway. Would I lie to you? So he would dance under the full moon. Yes. And beat on his tom. Tom. Uh, Tom, Tom. Or he'd just walk around his house as a woman. He thought about removing his own penis once, but he couldn't bring himself to do it. No, well, that's good. That's probably good, because the anesthesia might slow that process down. Mm-hmm. He probably would have done it all hardcore in the middle of the trance. Yeah. Just lopped it off of himself. See, I was in the middle of a trance, and I just cut off my dick. Now where do I pee? I don't know. I don't either. Same place Reek does. I didn't think it through. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. (laughs) Sausage. (laughs) Wobbly sausage. His little face. I love that meme. Or that gif where he's like... Game of Thrones reference, and if you don't know it, I'm sorry. <sighs> We're having a great time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, okay. all right. In the confessions, it's basically Joe asking him if if that's what he said the night before in his cell that he would say something like, "I suppose that's right." Yes. Yeah. The whole the whole <laughs> fucking book is. Do you remember what you yeah. said last night to so and so? Oh, that would make sense. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I no, guess. motherfucker, say it in your own goddamn words. Did you or did you fucking not say this? I guess Boy, I did. I, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess I would say that. Patron saint of fucking patience, Mister <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Fucking for real, because I'd have tanned his ass twice over. Oh, I've been like, no, I didn't fucking ask what your opinion is. <laughs> I asked what the fucking truth is. I would have shoved that apple pie right up his asshole. Yeah, keep it up, and you're going to have apple Smother pie in the asshole. Smother him with a fucking piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I'm going to die happy. Mm, okay. Oh, well, you just take off my penis first. Let me yeah. die with a vagina. Let me die. But that's how all of his confessions were. Yes. Well, they weren't really all confessions. They were just agreeances. Sort of. They sort really of agreeing. Were. It yeah. was like him not saying. It wasn't even like really an agreeance. It was like, oh, well, I, ge- I, guess. I guess. It was like a rough estimate of where yeah. he was going to like participate. Yeah. Which, oh, well, I guess. when I very first ever heard about Ed Gein, I totally believed everything. Poor guy, just super sick mentally, blah, 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 blah. Yes, he is, but he's a different... Kind of fucking sick. Yeah, a different kind. And that's when I was reading the confessions because they would say how, you know, you were able to say this all before, but now you can't. So 
anytime he was away from a microphone, he had no problem fucking spilling everything. So he... Maybe that was like his own form of getting it off his chest. Yeah. But he didn't want to be nailed to the cross for it. Right. Like, he had the wherewithal and he, yeah. and he knew what was going on. So I 100% agree Do that he was Do we know what his sick. IQ was? Uh, he was quite... It was horrible. like cumulative of like 99, but his verbal oh. was like 109, but his behavioral <clears throat> or something else yeah. was 89. So they took the Kinda, difference. Oh, I got you. But for him... It's still in a normal <clears throat> range. Yeah, they said he was actually normal and normal bright and that he was actually very intelligent. He was just held himself back on certain things. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They talked for a time about how a neighbor said the farm would have big plumes of smoke and smelled of death. Ed would say, oh, that must be the mice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was the fucking mice. God Smoking damn. in the barn. They're the always deviants. out there. Yeah, they're always out there starting fires. I gotta go put them out. <laughs> so Joe, juvenile delinquent mice. <laughs> fucking Gus Gus. <laughs> God damn it, Gus Gus. Quit starting fires. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. <laughs> so Joe would ask how many mice he would burn at one time and Ed would respond with some tiny number, like less than five. Yeah. So, oh, those big plumes of smoke is when I killed like five mice and I burned them. Yeah. Why the fuck would you burn a mouse? I don't know. But so Joe would tell him that they don't give off that much smoke or smell if you only burn five of them. Mm-hmm. They talked about a garden patch being used to either bury bodies or burn them. Ed would say, say, well, that would maybe make sense. Oh, well, that would maybe make oh, sense. Well, I, I probably did burn some of them. This yeah. is odd because why would they be burning bodies if he's returning them back to the grave? Exactly. So he didn't so. always. Or it's either he didn't always return them or Mary and Bernice were the only people that he killed. That's, yeah. That's kind of where I'm leaning. They didn't have a grave to go back to, so he torched the motherfuckers. Yes. I'm thinking yes. Mm-hmm. With Mary Hogan, he always tried to deny it. When they asked if maybe she was in one of his, or maybe he was in one of his trances, how could he be certain? He would answer with, well, I can't say for sure. Like you said, trance it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little hazy. Yeah, it's a little hazy. But I think I was doing work for so-and-so, plus I don't have any idea why I would kill her. Right. Except for he told them that he was thinking about killing her, but now I don't know why. Right. I don't, I don't why believe I in kill her. I don't believe in it. Yeah, I don't believe in killing. He talked about how he knew right from wrong and gave examples of it. So he knew uh-huh. it was only after they finally broke to him of finding parts of her. Yeah. And the gun matching the bullet at the scene was found under his pillow. He said, well then, I guess they did kill her. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like, he would never admit to a crime of anything until there was so much evidence against him that he couldn't deny it anymore. Oh, okay. I remember. Yeah, because before he's like, I don't remember. I don't think I did it. I don't think I did it. And they're like, well, we found her fucking face and the gun underneath your pillow. And then he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I did do that one. I do. I remember that one. It's it's all becoming clear. And that's what he would say. He's like, oh, it's it's coming clearer to me now. Now that you say that, yes, yes, I do remember doing it. Jesus. So he would eventually say that he was in the shop and was just overcome with emotion and everything went hazy and he pulled out the gun. Mm-hmm. But then he saw her on the ground kind of on her side and dragged her to pick her up to carry her outside and loaded her up in the truck and brought her home. When they asked what he did with the rest of the body, he said how he possibly chopped her up and burned the body in his little stove. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I burned her up in the stove. Maybe I did. I don't know. Who's to say? So he said he used pieces he wasn't using as kindling to keep himself warm. Yeah, so he said, I would burn up 
the remaining parts of the body in my little stove. That's how I kept myself warm. You know, because firewood on your 195 acres is probably fucking impossible to find. Impossible. There's nothing to burn here. Fat burns longer. It does. Fucking, yeah. So they had also found two balls of tissue that they originally thought might be the intestine or something. Not the intestines! (laughs) Not the intestines! (laughs) And so they asked Ed about it, and at first he didn't know. But then later on throughout the day when they're still talking, he's like, oh, you know what? Those balls, I remember those. I I think those belong to Mary. Those belong to Mary. I folded out her tits the opposite way and let them fucking dry. Fucking meat out. Like those pop toys where you yeah. like flip them and then they hurt, they slowly go. <laughs> yep. That's what he did with her tits, but they never popped. God damn no. it. Nipples in. And Maddie Perfect. feet. Maddie feet. Maddie feet. Fatty meat out. <laughs> Your Maddie feet are out. Fatty two tits. <laughs> right. And he kept them as trophies. Right. Because <clears throat> I also love balls of tits as my trophies. 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 I'm struggling big time today, too. Like, my words are not fucking my working. My lexia disc is yeah. fucking strong. <laughs> yeah. So then this is also where he says he salted the fresh vaginas as a way to try to preserve them. Because the other ones, uh, usually when they were embalmed, they were already self-preserved like a little bit. Which makes me wonder, because there's the silver one, mm-hmm. and he painted it silver because it started to turn green and decay. So... That was a chick he killed. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Whose vagina did that Whose belong vagina to? vagina was that? Mary's vagina or somebody else? And he also, he obviously liked it because not only was it painted silver, he also had a red bow on it. We gotta make it pretty. It's like Christmas in that bitch. Maybe he hung it on his Christmas tree. God, Maybe that was his mistletoe. Fucking mistletoe yeah. on it. <laughs> it's his camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I get okay. it. <laughs> and he also said, because Joe had asked, well, how do you keep them preserved? Because some of these look really natural. They look really soft. And he's like, I would oil them. What do you do with your pussies? Uh, what do you do with your death mask? Apparently, I need to start oiling my shit some more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And that's the way he kept them soft and in good condition. Because not only did he want to so be a woman, to he wanted to f- put oil on the inside of my vag. Well, it's your face more. But once it starts to get dry, you just rub a little oil in. That's what Eddie says. Yeah. All right. Or all over your body. Say it. We need to start a line of beauty products <gasps> that are serial killer themed. Oh my and god. And the Gene Night Oil. Yep. Yes. The the face mask. Yes. yes! The mask. Face mask. I just had like and the di- like the dirtiest like oh. skin oil commercial like run through my head. Can we please do that? Yes. And I we can make pogo eyeshadows. If we have any financial fuck the podcast, backers. we're now done. <laughs> we gotta go and make some shit. We could make nail polish and eyeshadows, and they're all like yes. Do we have any financial backers listening right now? Right. Fuck, man. We could do, like, eyeshadow, Dahmer, like, Dahmer, Dawn, Amber. Oh. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. The Pogo. Chicago Ripper crew should all be Band-Aids. Oh, my God. Oh, my uh. God. Yes. Pogo purple. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. Bundy blue. You could have Ramirez the makeup red. brushes be the devil's dick. <gasps> yes. Whoa. Okay, we're patenting this right now. Right fucking now. Nobody take shit. this idea. You should just cut this out. Somebody <laughs> no, else I don't want to share this leave shit it. with somebody. <laughs> if you end up doing it, you got to at least give us a cut and we get all the fucking credit. But you well, can, we have it in fucking... Um, yeah. We have Our it original idea. There. Yep. Today's date for us... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to timestamp this bitch. Is... It is currently November 14th at 4.52 p.m. <laughs> 2017. 2017. We claim it. It is ours. Durka, durka. Schmeich. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, go. Okay. <clears throat> Whenever he was asked if he had had sex with the bodies. This is my favorite part. Oh, me too, mm-hmm. because he would say, no, at first, they smell too bad. No. But then... Then we keep asking. And then he's like, eh, eh well. <laughs> it's a little bit of a gray area. <laughs> Literally. Maybe in a trance. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Gray area. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for grabbing that. Slow to the party. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But later, we'll get into it, where he actually finally spills his pork and beans about it. Because, the skull tipped. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So after he got an attorney, he was told, hey, man, we're going to go with the insanity plea. And you can tell within the confessions on where everything changes. Because like I said earlier, after he got back from the hospital, he would say, oh, I'm just a sick man. But once he got with the attorney and they said, we're going with insanity plea. Now, every time they asked him a question on if you did something or not. And he's like, well, I'm assuming that I did, but I'm just a sick person. I need help. I'm mentally ill. Yeah. I'm a sick man. I don't know right from wrong. Yeah. All but of a sudden, he knew right from wrong four fucking days ago. Yeah, because he, he had even given examples on, well, this would be wrong, and this would be wrong, and this is right, and this is right. But now, all of a sudden, I don't know right from wrong. I can't tell you fucking anything. I am just a very ill person. Which... Uh huh. Uh-huh. And one specific thing from the confession book it was Joe, and he said, "Do you feel that a person who knows the difference between right and wrong must acknowledge whether or not he has committed, or whether or not he is innocent or guilty of an offense after the evidence is heard? Do you feel that the laws of the state, based on what knowledge you may possess, or the laws of the land, the United States, are fair when?" After, excuse me, after a very carefully analysis of evidence or the testimony of everyone concerned in the investigation reveals that a person has been found to be beyond any reasonable doubt to be the person, let's say, that's responsible for what occurred. What is your opinion as to whether some form of confinement, which might include medical attention, if required because any of the physical or mental condition, do you feel that it is, do you, that it is or is not just the thing? to be done. So, one, fucking wordy McWorderson. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking chatty Kathy. I would have got lost in that. I got lost I been like, uh, after the first uh, sentence. What? Can you repeat that, please? I, I don't know if it's because I'm high or if you talk too much, but I'm not sure where to go with this. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm not high. <laughs> so. But I'm not, I'm not high, so. <laughs> so I'm very confused. And what's weird is Ed's response is very mature, I would say, where in everything else with all of his confessions he's like oh well i don't know or oh i suppose or he was very downplaying himself so when he's asked about this he said to my way of thinking and you probably think the same and probably a lot of others that in nine cases out of ten and maybe in all ten cases it should be treatment because a person that commits a crime there is something wrong that there may be and then the rest of it fucking cuts out we don't fucking know and so then joe would put joe would say do you put yourself in that category and ed says that's right and joe responds back and you are aware of the fact that you committed these offenses. I don't like the word crime. Let's refer them to us as offenses. Do you recognize whether what you did was right or wrong in the case of Bernice Warden or Mary Hogan? And Ed put, I think I know just how you meant that. I do now. Joe would say, did you know at the... And Ed cut him off and said, at the time, 
No. Oh, so he was shit. able to say, well, in nine cases out of ten, perhaps all ten, shmi, 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 frickin' merk to her. It requires medical attention, blah, 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 blah. Like, very fucking intelligent, matter of fact, fact response. would have been, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then, I don't know what you huh? just said. <laughs> well, I, so many words all at once. You right? want me to answer Well, it? at the I time, know. I did not know right from wrong when I committed these times, or when I committed these crimes. When I committed these crimes. When I committed them. (laughs) I know right from wrong now, but I didn't at the exact moment I pulled the trigger. Right. Mm. Facts. So. Mm. Hmm. They go on from there, but it's kind of odd how he goes off and he talks about, like, the intellectual lever. Lever? Level! The intellectual level whenever mentioning that he needed help. So in another area, he talks about how everybody deserves medical attention and a chance. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, he's admitting that, like, I'm just a sick, sick man and I did these things. I'm just... But I deserve a chance to be rehabilitated. Uh Uh-huh. Because I'm just crazy. Uh-huh. So, you are crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm not agreed. taking that. Agreed. You are fucking crazy. So when talking about the other people that went missing, like whether or not he had anything to do with it was mm-hmm. kind of where they were going with that. When it came to the 15-year-old Hartley, Ed had some conflicting stories. None of the heads matched hers, but weird things like talking about oh, the tennis, tennis shoes. shoes and like miscellaneous things would lead you to believe that maybe Eddie, dirty Ed, may have had dirty a fucking Ed. hand in her disappearance. And right. that's the little babysitter that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Just if And her case remember. is still unsolved. unsolved. Yeah. Um, so they asked if he had the tennis shoes. He talked about how he had one pair because it was easier to wear while shingling roofs, but that they were his mom's. Uh-huh. That's not weird. Which one, how's tennis shoes easier when you're shingling a roof? I don't fucking know. Two. Wouldn't you want to wear work boots? Yeah. How many? You would think. Normally work boots are the... But are they slippery? I don't know. I would think boots have better traction than fucking tennis shoes. You would think. My tennis shoes are slick as shit. Put me on some ice. See what happens. (laughs) I falls. I falls. (laughs) I falls. Um, He was asked to describe the color of them, and he said tan or something. Yeah. So he didn't really have a, a good description of the shoes that he was wearing. And he was guessing because they weren't telling him the color. No, they weren't feeding him the answers where he could be like, yes, yes, I, I agree, that would be correct. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, I guess they were, Tan. I mm-hmm. guess they were. So at this point, he's just throwing out random shit. Right. Um, they asked the size, and he said that he didn't remember and that he had burned them because they were too small. What the fuck is it with him and burning shit? Dude, my grandpa does that, though. He burns everything. Apparently so, because then the next day he says they were men's shoes and that they were too big. So which one is so, it, Ed? Uh, so are they your mom's shoes and they're too fucking small and you can no longer roof shingle roofs? Or are they men's and they're too fucking big and we just burn them because? Mm-hmm. So they had shoes shoe prints at the scene where the 15-year-old babysitter went missing, but without the shoes, they had nothing to go on, because they couldn't Scooby-Doo their fucking, they couldn't scoober doober and go match the fucking prints up with the shoes. But he also had clippings, like, from every article from where she had gone missing. Every single article. So, like, why, that's fucking, that's pretty precise, like, trophy keeping. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And everybody does it, so why the fuck did you have all that stuff? Was it because you were interested in it? Or was it because you did it? Yeah. Because you were looking to see if they're getting any clothes to catching you too. That's that's my speculation. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> because I can understand keeping one clipping, but every single picture of her, every single article about her from every single newspaper he could find that had it. That's he had. fucking excessive. A little. It's a little. A over, little? little overboard. Here's the boat. Here's Ed. <laughs> You're over it. He's over Fucking it. Throw that motherfucker a preserver. He's overboard. <laughs> oh, way, way overboard. overboard. Mm. Um, another strange thing is when being asked about some of the other missing people or murders, he would give information on one case about finding people in barrels or whatever. Yeah. So what the fuck is that all about? Yeah. Like he, he did that thing like he did with Bernice where I gave out to. <laughs> Too much information. Oh, You're like, oh shit. Oh, oh, oh I'm being framed because she's, she's and I'm dead. dancing. I'm dancing. I'm backwards dancing. Uh-huh. Backwards dancing. Like <laughs> I gotta get the fuck out of here. Moonwalk is what. Did, he, you, guys, <laughs> yeah. did he, you guys say something about barrels? Wait, I don't uh, know where say, I heard uh, that. Uh, I don't. You know what I heard about the acid bath killer once upon a time <laughs> in this it? news clipping. Yeah, <laughs> it's back at the house. <laughs> What's oh. Mary? She's not missing. She's at the house. So you've got different things that are taking place that he's divulged too much information. Mm-hmm. When asked how he knew that... Uh, the barrels. He found the people in the barrels. He would be like, the Chicago police. They told me because they I want to be a detective. Okay, uh, Chicago detectives, if you're divulging information just because somebody wants to be a detective, um, our email is colormedeadpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to tell old saggy baggy eye? Yeah. Shit about shit about shit. You've got and this fucking... The- Fuck is he gonna talk to? He's not a personable person. That's like me saying, "Well, I was talking to these people." No, you fucking no, weren't. No, you weren't. And it's it's <laughs> like what right. what hillbilly motherfucker's just gonna roll into Chicago? Because you know the furthest he's ever been was what Milwaukee. Milwaukee for his fucking physical. So how's he talking to the Chicago police about any goddamn thing? I feel like more Povich on the account of you <laughs> saying that you only went to Milwaukee. You are not the father. <laughs> the lie detector <laughs> test determined that, that was, was a lie. lie. <laughs> Fuck. So when he finally did admit to killing Bernice, uh, the story became quite clear. Fucking praise Jesus. Hallelujah. She fell and hit her head, even though there wasn't anything around that would have caused a mark on her head. And he never admitted that he, like, bunked her over the fucking head and, like, drug her out. Yeah, he said that she had fallen and had hit her head, but on the mark, according to the autopsy, it was not, there wasn't anything around that could have, like... Created that sort of mark on her face. Unless somebody did it to her. Right. Hmm. So, Hmm. either... Right. Like, when you catch a fish, you gotta beat it. Mm-hmm. It's how you do with halibut, man. You drag him yeah. on the boat and you beat him to fucking yeah. death. Oh, halibut's so good. Oh, I got a big chunk in my fucking fridge if you want it. Uh-huh. Um, got so fucking... We're like, beat it to death. Halibut. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> fucking taste of food because we're fat. Yeah. We should do a fish fry. I have unlimited um, resources on halibut and, you know... Salmon? A little salmon. They're a little stingier with the salmon, but oh, they have I tons have, of halibut. Hey, all my Oregon homies, will you please send us some salmon? I would love Forever. Is, my mom and stepdad go to Alaska every, well, so does every my, year to every other year. Yeah, and my uncle and freezers. his son-in-law. And they bring home, I just finished off my salmon. And the fucked up shit is like, my husband, Spencer, you fuckhole, will eat God sushi. Damn. But he won't eat a fucking fish fillet. Mm-hmm. No salmon, so, no orange roughy, no halibut, because that's too fishy. I'm with you, Spee. But he'll eat oh, raw oh, salmon and cooked salmon pretty much taste the same. Yeah. Really I, don't eat, I don't eat sushi either. 
either. So I love sushi. I'll I eat. love salmon. I know. I miss no. all of it. Please, Oregon homies, uh, go out. If you're in Oregon, Washington, like I don't even care. Also, if uh, I know some of you bitches do the one thing, smoke them. Smoke oh me my some salmon. God. Do the Corey. One thing. I gave Corey a bunch of salmon to smoke and some halibut. Because it's like jerky. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck. I like getting the big fat salmon fillets and then you smoke it and then you break it up and you bust it in with cream cheese and you make like a fucking cheese like ball. Like a dip? Ta- oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite fucking meals I think I can handle ever. that. I think I just came a little bit. Dude, it's so good and I miss it. I miss it so bad. Do you for your chair? Wipe your chair. <laughs> Do this. She's good. I'm going to touch myself. <laughs> so, okay. Back at the ranch. Right. So, she's got this bonk mark on her head and they say the bonk mark doesn't come from her just like passing out and fainting. Somebody fucking bonked her on the head and put her on the ground. Mm-hmm. So then he drags her body, loads it up in the truck, came back inside, wiped up a little bit, man cleaned it, mm-hmm. took the fucking cash register, not for the money that he, like, what was in it. He just, like, wanted the machine parts. Yeah. Which is important. It's important to note now that during, throughout all of the confessions, everything that he ever said, nothing was ever about money. Never. And he no. would return valuable things. When he took the cash register, he took it because he liked the register. And this is important because later it gives conflicting statements. He changes his story. Mm -hmm. So then he drives to the Lover's Lane spot and made sure that she was covered covered up, walked back to his car. Okay, she was put in her truck. Mm -hmm. Yes. Left. Uh Uh-huh. He fucking walks back. Uh Uh-huh. Gets his car. Uh Uh-huh. So she's there for a minute. Yeah. By herself, just At the lover's lane. Like, apparently there's not enough people banging in Plainsfield. Or Plainfield. They were all out hunting. Yeah. They were out banging each other, hunting deer. Fucking for real. Uh Uh-huh. Do you want to go hunting and rub our wieners together? (laughs) Mustache promises. (laughs) Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) We'll never talk about this ever, Earl. All right, Elmo. <laughs> right, Elmo and Earl. Mustache promises. Yeehaw. So he walks back to his cart, then drove back to her, loaded her up, and took her home. From there, he took her into the summer kitchen, laid her down, tried to have sex with her, but was like, he says he was unable to complete this task. He couldn't get off because he admitted, not with anybody else persuading him, he said that he tried to have sex with her. Right. With so, a corpse. With a corpse. So he admitted to... Now, Necrophilia. Yeah. Laid her down on his nasty fucking mattress that was in that summer kitchen and, and tried to fuck her. But couldn't. He couldn't come. He couldn't come. So he talked about not always did he try to have sex. It would depend on how fresh they were. He was asked if he had sex with Mary's corpse and he said he probably did, but he doesn't think he ever finished with any of them. Yeah, he never. He always said with any of the ones that he attempted to have sex with, he was never able to uh, orgasm. Complete. But yeah. did complete. he like, did he bang them? Because maybe yes, I read yes. it wrong. Because I it, it he said, did. did you get an erection? And he's like, remember what we talked about when erection? was and yeah he, like said something like no i couldn't get a full he was able to get an erection was he like trying to put an oyster in a fucking coin slot like right. just all floppy dogs i'm wondering because i swear i read that he sometimes couldn't get a boner yeah sometimes he couldn't it depended on their freshness if but they were other fresher, times he was able to achieve an erection and engage just, but he couldn't climax it would go soft before it could have his big finale because well, you're fucking a dead girl i'm just saying so but Exactly. That's, he he put it in. He put it in when it was still attached. It right. reminds me of trying to bang a dude when he's too drunk. Like, right? It's going in. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it's gonna stay in or if it's gonna stay hard. But it's in there. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. you just fucking write it out. And but it, a, 
But this goes to lay to rest that whole thing of if he ever really did participate in necrophilia. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And not just in the way that they had originally put him in as being like, they had always put him in a form of necrophilia just because of taking off women's vaginas and wearing them is fucking weird. But yeah, he actually did engage in actual necrophilia. Like he put his sex organs into a dead person's Mm -hmm. sex organs. So after he tried to have sex with Bernice, he hung her up. And that would be when he put like hooks into her ears tied a rope and hung it to the other end of a nail. Yeah, because there was a bunch of nails up at the top. Right. There was like three. And he had one that was holding fucking her body. And then there was another one that he would wrap the rope around and kind of use as a pulley. Right. So it would hold her head up. Uh Uh-huh. And that's kind of like, I don't know, better working level where he cut her head off there Mm -hmm. and would probably give him more leverage to like do the twisty. Yeah. The twisty pulley. The the twisty pulley. Yeah. I can only imagine like trying to get through that fucking that neck bone Mm -hmm. and how you would have to like wrench a fucking head around Mm -hmm. so what I don't know what the hell was going through his head like while he was doing these things he was in a trance remember oh things are getting a little hazy a little foggy Mm a little foggy from there, he would put the head in a bag, he would clean the body, washed her from shoulders to feet, and then would proceed to dress her out. Now, the head never got washed. Mm-hmm. That was all dirty, nasty caca that got left in the bag. But he did clean the whole body before he dressed she her out. She was a like, butterface. Butterface. <laughs> so she put her, he put her head in a paper bag, bitch. <laughs> That's what you get. He claims that he wasn't sure why he hadn't cleaned the head. Maybe it was because he ran out of time. Yeah. But he delicately and thoroughly cleaned the body. Yeah. Yeah. Washed her. Right. Really, really well. And that had to be... No. They probably had hoses. Do you think that he had hoses out where no, he was? No. He, he talked so about he it. Had, he he filled up a bucket from, like, one of the old fucking yeah, water yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, not easy scrubbed to her down. Yeah. Right. And took the rag and washed her, rinsed yeah. out the water. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what? it wasn't like you just sprayed her out like you do no. nowadays. You've got to actually go in. He caressed like, it. Yeah. He, he had spent time. Had to get up there and exactly. dump the water. Mm -hmm. So when they asked him about the cannibalism, he always stayed with the heavy no. Yeah. That was something that he didn't do. Never swayed on it like he did with the necrophilia. He didn't have, like, bounce back answers on that where, no, I never, I never dry humped a corpse, but actually I did. Actually, that one time, I do remember. Uh, But anytime they were like, but did you eat any part of your victims? He's like, no. No. Fuck that. That's where I draw the line. Because, you know, cannibalism versus, fuck it. Right? Necrophilia versus is fucking cannibalism. Who knew? Who knew? Um, <laughs> when Joe asked about the heart in the fire, he said that he always liked to burn them. He didn't burn the guts because they don't stay lit and they burn funny. But other things he usually burns. Therefore, they were found in separate areas of the house because he had them sectioned off with like what the fuck they were going to do. The heart it was going like, to be the first thing that he was going to burn. Right. And he was going to go out and grab the lungs. It's like when but, you're cleaning but you don't want to leave the room so you right. put piles. This is going to go here. This, this is going to go here. This fucking laundry goes down Downstairs. This fucking goes here. But yeah, so the guts burn funny. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it would be like a smell and also mm-hmm. that they didn't stay lit. So those were something that he would dispose of differently. Uh-huh. But the heart, the fatty tissues, things like that, those would actually burn. And that's how he fucking stayed warm. So fucking. <laughs> All right. So, but keep in mind, this happened over the course of fucking days with uh-huh. it being kind of a game. So That's with the, I can't remember, and the, I have a headache, and... 
It took so much to get all that out of him. Right. So, so he's much. he's incarcerated and over the course of fucking many, many days. No. This is where this is where we're taking it. Now, what do you remember me telling you? Why do I have to tell you again? You tell me what you know, and I will fill in the gaps. That's this, a bullshit he would say. These are the fucking <laughs> games. Wanna <laughs> choke it? What, these are the games. What do you know? And what I don't do, know. Well, you know well, if you well, missed well, something. That's what I tell my kids. Yeah. When I'm getting information you tell me. from them. Like, no, I know what I I know what happened. You tell me what you know, and I'll fill in the rest of it for you. That's when I'm playing fucking games with my kids. Yeah. But but this is the shit where oh I don't I, oh I don't rightfully remember no I I you tell me and I'll fill in the gaps. Mm-mm. So no. these are the the days and days of fucking mind games that you're playing with this person. So he would say things like um, maybe my mind's becoming a bit clearer mm-hmm. or or maybe I'm just losing it completely. I am ill. Yeah. I'm a sick man. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, in that one specific instance, they had asked him, they're like, well, it seems like your mind's becoming clearer and everything like that. That's really good. And he looked at it, and he's like, yeah, could be that. Or maybe I'm losing it altogether. Oh. You don't know. Because he wants to stay on that fucking insanity plea. You I think, no. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think once the lawyer was like, insanity plea, this is where we're fucking going with this. That's when Ed, like, turned on the real fire. He's like, and okay. And was like, I got it. Got you. you Perfect. You insane? I'll fucking show you insane. Because then, at the end, when he finally admits to killing Bernice and Mary, they ask why he waited until now to admit it. And I quote, I wanted to see how long this would last. I hate you it. You dirty motherfucker. He wanted to play the game for as long as he fucking could, you guys. And he did. He did. He rode that motherfucker into the dark. Because he liked all the attention from everybody. Yeah, he's getting attention. He's getting all the fucking delicious food that he wanted. Yeah, we'll feed you all the food you want. Well, he enjoyed it. So I'm going to fuck with you for a while. I'm going to fuck with you and see how long. He enjoyed the company, the pie, the food, the frenzy. Once he got used to the fucking media. The pictures. The pictures. look at me. Look at my saggy baggy. Oh, Oh, stand right there. See you can't really see my bad side. Get my good side. Get my good eye. Take my so, right eye. So, I mean, he's getting pumpkin and apple pies. He's getting turkey fucking sandwiches. He's no longer living off the pork and beans and the fucking sour milks. Right. I wanted to see how long this would last. That is a clear indication to me. Yes, he is a psychopath and he's fucking messed up in the head, but he is like. He almost is like the Zodiac type of, I want to toy with it. I want to I play, with, play it. with it. I know what I'm fucking doing, and I know that it's wrong. And I know it's fucking with you. I'm going to do it anyway. Because, at least now they have a confession, and there are piles and piles of evidence that's collected from the house. Mm-hmm. By Friday, November 22nd, he would be ready to go before the judge with first-degree murder. Fucking finally. <laughs> Take it away. Take it away, Nikki. Take it away. So, while all of the confessions were happening, of course, life outside was a shit show. Of course. They would get little bits of confessions, and the town would go wild. So, now we know about the confessions, we can cover the media and the reaction to them as they were leaked. Right, because when we were when we were writing up how to write this out, we decided to do all of the confessions, and, and then, then all, the media. all the media, instead of going trying to go day by day, yeah. because then it is Because it's all fucking fucked. 
it get it got messy. Yeah. Anytime media saw police or anything with Ed's name in their mouth, they would all but attack them. Lieutenant Weber, who was in to see about the connection of the babysitter's disappearance, was always a target, and he would give uh, he would give out little odd details. Mm-hmm. On one occasion, he told the press that he saw the masks in some of the heads, and some of them still had eyes in them. Which fucking I, liar! Yeah, how? And why? Why would you make it worse? Yeah, the only head that would still would have had the eyes in it would have been Bernice's. Bernice. So, so none of the other ones. But he was saying that he saw more than one that still had eyes, which doesn't make. No. Any sense. It's that kind of embellishing. Yeah. Well, he wants, he probably wanted his name out there and he wanted to be like, well, this Lieutenant Weber, Mm. he saw all the heads with eyes in it. Let's go talk to Lieutenant Weber. Liar. (laughs) Lieutenant Weber believed Ed when he said that he was committing these crimes in a haze or like in a trance. Right. He, he He genuinely believed Yeah. He's like, okay, I don't think that he's pulling my leg. Right. And that Ed said it was scientific to learn about anatomy firsthand and that he had stopped in 1954, which was the same year that Mary Hogan was killed, but they didn't know about that yet. Yeah, because media didn't know that they had actually found right. Mary. Yeah, they only knew about Bernice yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. By the end of Weber's investigation, he didn't believe Ed was responsible for Evelyn Hartley, who was the babysitter's disappearance. Mm-hmm. The head they had found was a younger person, no doubt, but it looked nothing like the babysitter. Also, the shoe prints were a size 11, and Ed only wore a size 8. Plus, it checked out that during the murders, he had been spending a few days down at the farm chopping wood for the family as a job. Which, I mean, that family also, they didn't keep tabs on him the whole time. Yeah. I mean, there could have been. They're like, yeah, he was time here. for him to escape, do what he needs, come back. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I guess that would be... Part four is going to be so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Weber also said, Ed is a very sincere, meek fellow. You never believe he'd be the kind of guy to do such a thing. You feel like he needs help awful bad. This same thought was shared by anyone who was talking to him after he was arrested. Yeah. That was part of his fucking... Well, yeah, of course he needs fucking help. He was wearing a woman's face. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) If you have a vulva on your dick... Yes, you need help. You yes. need help, especially if you're, if you're not ribbons, having intercourse. If you're tying ribbons and spray painting them silver, yes, you might be a lunatic. If you're tying ribbons around your old oak tree, but it's your <laughs> dick hole. <laughs> if, you're, if you're hanging bodies in your summer kitchen, or human bodies, yeah. you might be a little off. You Just saying. Might be fucking mental. So Ed was then off the hook for the missing babysitter, but the media was about to explode when District Attorney John Haka, Under Sheriff Myron Groshek, and Sheriff Herbert Wynarski Wynarski? talked to Ed about Mary Hogan in the press, caught word that they had enough to uh, fully suspect him in the disappearance of Mary based on the things that were found at the house. However, it would be Herbert Wynarski to tell the press on on Tuesday that they had found Mary Hogan's face in the horse hide in the same in the same caliber gun under his pillow. Yep. The rumors of him killing her were true and everyone was flipping out. Yeah, and so when they finally found that out, that's when everybody was like, holy oh, fuck. <laughs> You've been telling us this for fucking years. <laughs> and now they found her face. I'm a fucking dumbass. Why oh. didn't I say anything? Oh, she's, yeah. not, she's not missing. No, she's, she's down at the house she's right down at now. The house. <laughs> that's what I said because I can't make it all those jokes. I laugh about it now, 
But, like, how fucking eerie would that be? Fucking crazy. To say that to somebody. And they're like, oh, she's not pissing. She's down at the house. And then later you fucking find a full, like, leather face. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whoops. Shame on me. My bad. (laughs) Between Monday night and Tuesday morning, a blizzard came through. A foot of snow had dropped, and apparently that was too much. Three people died of heart attacks while shoveling the snow. I'm surprised I haven't fucking died of a heart attack while trying to shovel fucking snow. I have a 10-year-old, and I have (laughs) neighbors who feel bad for me, and they come over and do the shit with their four-wheelers. Well, luckily I have a husband that gives a shit and, like, gets on the bobcat and runs out there and cleans it out. Yeah. See, when my neighbors come out, I'm going to start baking cookies this winter and be like, oh, it's your turn. Here's the cookies. Because last year I was like, I'm going to have to take them cookies. I fucking (laughs) never did because I'm a dick. Well, but not only did people have heart attacks, like, somebody was actually crushed. Yeah. So, under, like, an awning, when the snow actually collapsed, like, the weight of the snow, and many of the hunters that were out there got lost in the fucking snow, and they ended up, like, freezing out there. I wonder how many women there were compared to men back then. Like, five to one? I don't know. Everybody's I don't know. Everybody's dying, it, well, hunting, it, 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 like, and shoveling snow and I always, shit. I always said that if um, I wasn't married by the time I turned 35, which I, ca- I cut it fucking Ooh, close. Very. I was going to move to Alaska because the fucking male-to-female ratio out there is like six dudes to one chick. And I was like, oh, my shit. odds will be fucking awesome out there. May the odds be ever in, in your favor. favor. So, however, the snow couldn't stop the press on Tuesday because they were granted access inside the Gein home. We have pictures of what of that, which will be put in here on your iCast. In these pictures, you'll get to see how Ed lived after... The remains of Bernice were taken out. You get to see Augusta's room in perfect condition. However, the press wasn't prepared mentally for the magnitude of the horrors inside. Even with the most fresh evidence removed, many didn't stay long. Uh, They rushed through the house and bailed. Because fuck that. Yeah, well, they still hadn't removed fully everything out of the house just because they kept finding more More shit. shit. And so the press goes in there. They're like wandering around and they kick over a fucking skull cap. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit. Oh god. Oh, oh god. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I know god. what that is, and I'm just gonna go outside. Oh, huh. But Robert Robert Wells of the Mo- Mil- God damn it. Robert Wells. Robert Wells of the Milwaukee Journal gave the best description. The little man who lived here made his bad collections in a state of disorder that a few of the animals who were his closest neighbors would have tolerate, tolerated had most of the doors and windows sealed with heavy tar paper or thick, dirty draperies. Inside the decaying house, the four rooms which he used were so filled with junk that even so slight a man as Gein must have had difficulty moving about. There was plenty of space that could have been for his taking. However, the nearly empty upstairs with its five uncluttered rooms and the two downstairs rooms which had which he had sealed up securely dedicated to the dead past where Ed Gein was not alone in the world. Dun, dun, dun. And so Ed's appointed defense attorney, William Belter, also visited the house that day to look over what he was getting into because when he was appointed as his defense attorney, like he didn't really want it. More than he expected. Yeah, he like was, he walked in there and was like, God damn it. Son of a bitch. I gotta <laughs> I gotta fucking defend this guy. Are you no, kidding me? You know he walked in there and looked like did one like a one eighty uh-huh. and just was like Fuck. His hands. Fuck. Oh, God, God damn it. <laughs> son of a bitch. What do I do with this? And by the end of Tuesday, police and everybody were thinking that the count was at fifteen bodies 
because there was 10 masks, Bernice's head, and four noses, which makes sense to me. That means there was more than just... Right. At most, he could only have 11 if you were counting Mary and Bernice plus the nine that he dug up. That does not... It doesn't math. There's a math. I suck at math. I even know (laughs) this is not fucking working. There's not math because there's 10 masks, not counting Bernice, and there's Bernice, and then there's four fucking fucking noses. Four noses, nine vulvas, like you've got... An array of fucking different things. One silver (laughs) vulva. One really fucked up Ed Gein. I made the song in the shower last night. Oh, man. I will will tell it to you guys as much as I can remember because I did that in the shower. Yeah, you do that too. And you start like, because I did like the few of my favorite things. things. Yeah. Yeah, I started singing to myself the other night while I was cleaning the kitchen and I was like, lipstick on oiled masks, (laughs) silver paint on vulva. Red ribbon pussies. I like sang myself the whole song and I was like, fuck! Fuck, I should have wrote it down. Spencer, why weren't you recording that shit? We need to have a little recorder on us at all times. We should just have, like, little fucking GoPros stuck to our heads at all times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really, that's where most of my best work happens is fucking random shit. So, the same day is when Tattoo Chicago, (laughs) fuck, two of the Chicago Homicide Bureau came to see if Ed had anything to do with the murder of Judith Anderson, the Grimes sisters, or the three young boys who were mutilated and killed. Now, this is when Ed talked about in the confession about knowing about the cases but only because they told him all the gory details. But he didn't do it. He didn't do it. But later when he had said, oh yeah, they were shoved in the barrels blah blah blah. I found that out from those two Chicago people. They Uh, told me every single detail in a crime. No. No. They don't do that because they want whoever did it to confess. Right. And yeah. give them the fucking details so they so know it was them. So we, we have these things that are still left wide the fuck open. Uh-huh. And that he had some of the clippings from the newspapers about the about all those cases, but in the end, they believed, much like everybody else, that Ed was innocent, especially when finding he never really left Plainfield as far as we know. Right. As far as we know. But we also didn't know he was... Dressing up like a bitch and, and digging dancing up graves. around with his tom tom. Dry humping fucking corpses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With his Do you know, I think that's what his problem was. That's why he couldn't finish. He didn't realize that you can't just go in there dry. Yeah. He needs something. Probably. I, I'm just saying. My two cents. Fucking a sand hole. Yeah. I mean, put some lube in there. I head. wonder if David Parker Ray ever, like, uh, wetted his hole. Before he fucked the ground. I think it was an exfoliant. <laughs> or was it just wet, dead I, soil I don't, anyways? I, I don't know. But a lot of his, a lot of David Parker Ray was based on pain, torture. Right. Like so he probably not liked feeling, it dry. Yeah. Like not feeling good about it. And so. Fruit fly. I know. Fucking. Um, I think I got it. Ninja. I know. Fruit ninja. <laughs> Fruit fly ninja. But, um, so for him, I don't know if he actually like spat in the hole or like wet it or if he actually enjoyed the dry, like earthy, scrubby feeling. I like the earthy tones. <laughs> All right. So the biggest issue with Plainfield with Eddie had nothing to do with him committing the murders of Bernice or Mary Hogan. Yes, that was fucked up. But for them, the most like Like, disgusting thing was desecrating the fucking graves. It was the fact that he dug them up. They could not wrap their little brain around them. No, they're like that's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. Murder, I I got like I can understand a fucking murder, but desecrating a grave and fucking cutting pieces out of bodies—that's where we draw the fucking line. 
Yeah. And so then there was that whole, well, we should probably dig some of them up to verify this. But then most everybody was like, fuck that. Don't touch them. No. If he said they, they basically got to a point where the citizens of Plainville, Plainville, mm-hmm. changes names every time. God, it's either it's Plainsfield, Plainsfield or, or Plainville. Plainville. Okay. Fucking, you don't get the right one, though. Fucking Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, Plainfield. Uh, I think they, like, the citizens got to a point where they were like, enough is enough. Don't, if they've been dug up once, don't dig him up again. If he said he fucking did it, then he did it. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people didn't believe him. They're like, no, fucking he's crazy. You don't need to go dig it up just because he's crazy. You're going to find everything okay. Yeah. He he obviously murdered people. He didn't dig up any fucking graves. Even a lot of the police shared that same, that same thing. And luckily, Sheriff Sheely and Crime Lab Director Charles Wilson said that they couldn't go check the claims due to the condition of the ground because it was too frozen and that they were still finding shit through the house. So they were like, we got so much shit that we have to focus on. We don't need to dig We don't need to worry about too. fucking graves right now. We're not like, adding to this fucking pool of shit we gotta do. No. You have no fucking idea what's in there. <laughs> and Charles Wilson was the one that made the comment to the press about finding embalming fluid and said that he was some sort of taxidermist. And in a way... In a way, he was kind of a taxidermist. I mean, a you don't make skin lampshades and shit like that. But a lot of people thought that he had a bunch of, like, stuffed animals and shit in his house. Yeah. Which he never did. That's, no. that's a lie. So if you've heard that, that is not correct. It's a lie. <clears throat> the only thing he stuffed was his dick and the silver pussy. That's it. Do you think he painted it first? He's like, I like my pussy's shiny. I'm sure he's like, I don't like this patina color. I don't like gangrene green. (laughs) It doesn't look good with my legs. (laughs) (laughs) He paints it silver. Silver bells. Silver bells. It's Christmas time in the vulva. We're so excited for Christmas all of a sudden. (laughs) I can't. Oh, Oh, gosh. And a lot of people would say, I want you to do it like Goofy. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, gosh, Angel. Uh, a lot of people in Plainfield would say, no, he's fucking smart and he is pulling one on all you bitches. Like, don't believe him. Don't think that he's some little fucking meek, mild, innocent, right, mentally ill person. We fucking grew up with him. He's right. not He's not how you're putting him out to be. We all have said a thousand times, they'd be like, yeah, he's fucking weird. He's odd, but he's not He's Dig not you insane. up and wear you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dig you up and wear you weird? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a spectrum. Uh-huh. How weird is he? Was he going to dig you up and wear you weird or mm. just like keep some weird news clippings weird? Or mouth breathing weird. Like, what is your level? Of weird? <laughs> yeah. We have Where tears. are you on this? <laughs> we should make a shirt that has a line that has like level <laughs> like of weirdness. Oh my God. I-, I want a pie chart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Some of the weird shit that happened and anybody who's anybody that ever hears about any stories, all of a sudden you get all these people who never fucking knew the person would jump out and be like, I know him. I I know. That's what always happens. Dude, it's especially in like small towns where we have people go missing and now it's everybody's best friend on Facebook. Yeah, and they're like commenting on their Facebook and they're tagging him in posts. Oh my God, I miss you so much. I wish you'd just come home. And then they find him dead and 30,000 people are suddenly like, oh my God, my fucking heart is broken. I'm sadsies too. Yeah. All the profile pictures are like the one one picture you just have happen to be at a party.
party together. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, we were best From fucking like friends. We got a selfie. 16 years ago where yeah. like one per- Yeah. And the reality is that person probably fucking hated you. That's yeah. where, uh, what's his name? Nuts. Anthony Jessel. Anthony Jesselnick. I hated this motherfucker at first. Uh, comedian. Um, but I actually really love him now. And he always talks about how when people change their profile pictures or like some kind of tragedy will happen. So they paint their fucking oh, uh-huh. profile picture. And I'm totally guilty of this. <laughs> uh-huh. Painting their profile picture with like, we stand with France or right. whatever, whatever. And all that is is a fucking cry of attention for you, too. You're not standing with every, anybody. No. You're just like, oh, but look at me. I'm sadsies, too. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a good person, And too. I, I'm fucking totally guilty of it, where I, like, it. I've done it with, like, when uh, gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I fucking, yeah. I stand with gay marriage. But all that was was an opportunity for oh, me look to at be me. like, I'm awesome. Oh, look at me. I, I stands out, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. So true. Uh, one of those, one of those stands out these look at me, was a man named Turner, and he ran to the press, and he's like, I was Ed's best friend. We were childhood friends. I spent all the time over had, at... His house was basically fucking my house. We, we had sleepovers. Sentences. We, we had sleepovers. We braided each other's hair. Fucking Agusa f- was like my mom. No. I, I called her Gussie. I called her Gus. <laughs> Must Mama be Gus. Gus. Mom, it was old Mama Gus. She was really hard Did you get on it? us. Nope. Oh, nope. fucker. Little goddamn fruit fly. You got an annoying ass fruit fly. But it's so, uh, so weird. And he would always say, oh, we went hunting deer together. We and did all this didn't. shit. And no, because Ed didn't fucking hunt deer. Nope. You don't know a goddamn thing. He didn't First even like all, the sight of fucking blood. Right. First of all, please tell me how you went over to fucking Augusta's house. Please. Yeah, because Augusta... Liked sleepovers. She encouraged her boys to have friends and sleepovers. Mm-hmm. Right? Remember? Remember? And then there was we another. about all those sleepovers? There's no. another lovely gal. Oh, Miss Adeline. Yeah. Is it Adeline, Adeline or Adeline? Uh, I, I feel like it's Adeline. I'm calling it. She was Adeline. <laughs> that's for sure. Adeline. <laughs> she was her Adeline, bitch. Uh, Mrs. Out of Line Watkins, <laughs> who reporters said that... Uh, Like, we're just going to have to play it for you. Because they had put in the papers that she was this love of Ed Gein, his 20-year fucking romance, his fiance, blah, 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 blah. And so what we did is this is where we had Veronica tell the story, like, as if it was coming from her. And we hope you guys enjoy it because it tickled my fucking fancy. Mine too. So listen in. Enjoy. I loved kind, sweet man. Still do. He's my fiancé. We had a 20-year romance. Our last date was February 6, 1955. That was the night he proposed to me. Not in so many words, but I knew what he meant. I turned him down, but not because there was anything wrong with him. It was something wrong with me. I guess I was afraid I wouldn't be able to live up to what he expected of me. Eddie and I discussed books. We never read the same ones, but we liked to talk about them anyway. Eddie liked books about lions and tigers in Africa and India. I never read the kind of books. During our six-month period, leading up until Eddie proposed, we went out on an average of twice a week, usually to that theater down in Watoma. My mom said he was the soul of politeness and always had me home by 10. Sometimes we would stop in at the tavern. I liked to drink beer sometimes, but I would almost have to drag Eddie into one. He didn't drink and would much rather have gone to the drugstore for a milkshake. Eddie was so nice about doing things I wanted to do. Sometimes I felt like I was taking advantage of him. That's what he proposed. I still, the, 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 where I lost my 
my shit was when she said the word Watoma. 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 And I was like, yep. It's a Toma. Yep, I, I gotta <laughs> fucking walk away from this one. Um, I saw it on the map the other day because I was looking at all of the, you know, I was just looking at all of that on the map. Right, right. And I saw Watoma and I'm like, oh, Watoma. <laughs> he proposed to me, but not in so many words. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's the net. He proposed. Not in so many words. I fucking oh, died. So dude. great. And it's, it worked out because Veronica is actually from Wisconsin. 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 Now, when she gets on the phone with her friends from Wisconsin and then talks to me, it's very apparent that she's been on the phone with, like, locals. Uh-huh. But when she said the word Sheboygan, mm-hmm. I was like, I fucking cannot with you right now. I can't. You no. fucking talk funny. And you keep saying Sheboygan, though. Sheboygan. You know. <laughs> I'm going to need you to talk like this forever and always. Okay, thanks. And fucking, so where is Watoma? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me about roller coasters. <laughs> the roller, them roller coasters. coasters. Them their roller coasters. <laughs> I fucking love it. Okay, so later it was found that she fell for like that whole 15 minutes of fame thing, and she stretched the information a lot farther than what it really was. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really a romance. They went on like two days. One was to a movie where they didn't even really talk, and another where they sat at Outer out Lines. Outer Lines. Outer Lines house. Yeah, so tell me about how two 50 year old people are going to the date at a movie. They're not going to say a fucking word. Awkward, for one. Two. Welcome to my life. Yeah. <laughs> the next time they're just going to sit at the house. I guess that's how you courted somebody. Finger quotes. Courting somebody is you go and you sit on the fucking couch and just awkwardly sweat next to each other. Like, right. Are you sick of the awkward silence? I don't do well with awkward silence. I, 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 I'm not 100% sure on that. When Adeline mentioned that she hated taking care of her mother, that was kind of the end of it because Ed, who was in love with his mother, thought that that was like a great offense. You know what I mean? Like, how could you hate taking care of your mother? Yeah, and he even said that in the confessions. He's like, yeah, I like this one girl once, but the second she said that she didn't like taking care of her mom. I knew that there was not going to be any way. There was no, no. There was not going to be any hope for them. You want to take care of your mother? Fuck's wrong with you. Dude, unless your mom is beating your ass with wire hangers and shit. Mm -hmm. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you want to take care of your mom? You know what I mean? That's just me. My mom still takes care of me. So does me. If I didn't have to work a fucking full-time job and I could take care of my mom full-time instead of having her be in a nursing home, I totally fucking would. But yeah. I would have to, like, legitimately start lifting weights because I... You'd have to change the whole layout of your house. I would have to build a new fucking house. Uh-huh. There's no fucking way. So one man who remained nameless said that he always felt off about little Eddie. And when Ed would buy something at his store, he would put me on, put money on the counter. He would never, like, take it out of his hands. Yeah. Like, he didn't want to touch. He that was a good judge of character right there. He was. He... Ed gave him the Rifkins. Yes. Mm -hmm. I use that all the time. All the time. Now, of course, we know about how many said he was a nice guy, how he's always smiling, he's always helping. He was the last person that they would ever think to do this. However, there were a lot of people that, like, were second-guessing themselves Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, well, he did stare a little too long, and he did laugh at inappropriate things, and dirt-da-dirt-da-dir. But they all started, like, feeling that what is it like the survivor guilt yeah of like not like not questioning his a little bit more his weird mannerisms yeah yeah. but if they question it it would be wrong because if a guy stares at you too long you think that he's thinking about taking you out back and raping you and killing you and in his he was it was that way sort of but he was probably thinking like what kind of mask can i make out of your face (laughs) 
<laughs> or you might have a booger hanging out of your fucking nose and somebody might be staring at you inappropriately because you're gross. <laughs> like, you don't ever really know until you're being oiled. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know for sure. And then, you know. With the house being so dirty and full of dust, they didn't believe that he slept in his own, like, his own house very often. Yeah. Because it was such a filthy shithole. I think it was more that people were like, there's no way that somebody could live in this, so we need to just assume that he didn't stay at his house because hoarding was, like, not something that they could... Uh, yeah. Grave robbing, hoarding, and vulvas. Nope. Fucking off the table. I'm out. So they thought maybe he had other locations, like, was he sleeping in abandoned barns or other houses? When they asked Ed about it, he said that he only slept at a different house once, and that was for... Um, a job that he was doing when he was, like, splitting wood and shit for someone else. Yeah, that excuse that he had for not killing the 15-year-old when he was out at that job. Well, isn't that fucking shady? Yeah. Well, one night you don't stay at your house, there's a 15-year-old missing. Uh-huh. And you stayed at the barn. But you can't explain your shoes. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I think they were tan. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. Good to me. So, sounds good to me. Yeah. You know. Wait, that shoe store out in Watoma. Watoma. <laughs> in Watoma. Some of the women would report kind of like how we talked about it before, how he like stared a little too long, how he made some inappropriate giggles, blah, blah, blah. But then it like, it grew Escalated. into, yeah, it grew into women being like, I barely escaped with my life. Uh-huh. He had a knife and it scraped me and I was bleeding and I, I had to get stitches. It was yes. horrible. I mean, it it went so far as... Um, um, what was her name? Uh, Irene Hill. Mm-hmm. She said that one time he had actually been standing behind her at the grocery store and picked up a butcher knife and ran his finger across the edge. She turned around and was like, what the fuck are you doing, Ed? Put that down. And he was like, oh, shit, and put it down. So, but did anybody else see that? No, but Irene is probably the only one that has any sort of substantiated whatever because he was always over at the Hills house. Yeah. Right. And now Irene was also a very plump woman and right around that same age. And so it would have been right up his fucking alley. And she was a businesswoman. Right. She may have been next. Yeah. So it would have been right up his. Irene. (laughs) He's like, do I want her food or do I want her pussy in my box? I don't want her food or her face. Uh, maybe I'll wait until after dinner, then I'll take your face. Yeah, that way I get both. I get macaroni and cheese, and I still I've get to wear. I've got one back at the house right now, and I don't I have I can room. wear her face, and then it's like she's eating her own food, but it's <laughs> not. Fucking brilliant. Fucking I am a genius. Holy shit. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so... She was kind of the only one that really had, like, where it would have been in the pool to make sense. Or you could be like, like, I can understand Yeah, I get where that one would have made sense. But there were a lot of other women that made up a lot of different things where they were like, oh, fuck. You know, this one time Ed showed up at my house and did all this crazy shit and I barely escaped with my life. So shit kind of went off the rails there for a minute. Now, there was also another woman who was younger that worked in the bakery and Ed came in on a Friday just the day before he killed Bernice, walked up to her, bent over the counter, touched her oh, fucking fuck hair, fuck like reached over and fucking stroked nope. her, gave her a sweet caress and says, you look just like my mother. Nope. Nope. Nope in the fuck out of that one. If ever there was a time oh. my asshole was going to pack up my pussy, grab my yep. ovaries and fucking leave, <laughs> that would be <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm taking the seat. fucking kids and I'm fucking leaving. Your asshole is very productive. Your like, asshole is uh, very protective of the other side. Shit. He was like, hey, I know I'm an asshole, but get the fucking kids. We're rolling out. Get the ovaries, bitch. <laughs> fucking leaving. Pack your ovaries. We're leaving. Come the fuck the on. prolapsing with the quickness. <laughs> For real. We talk about panting assholes. That would have been the time that mine probably just went... <laughs> Fucking skydive right out (laughs) of my fucking panties. I would have flipped the fuck out. Luckily, after he did this, somebody, like, people started coming into the store, like, other patrons. Jesus. Right? Because it was probably at that moment when she was like, oh, Ed, you're not here for bread, are you? (laughs) Oh, God. The only loaf you want is my butt. (laughs) Fuck, dude. Or our legs. Oh, God. She a great big old fat person. (laughs) You look just like my mom as you're touching my hair. I probably would have fucking stabbed you. Uh, No. I'd have been like, yeah. But I... Oh. That's where even I would have In the 50s, like in the 50s though, like women That's... were taught that that would have been an inappropriate thing to do to a man. Swatting his hand away and being like, fuck is wrong with you? Right. Where nowadays, if you were to look at a woman now and be like, you look just like my mom and touch their hair, bitch is probably going to fucking shank you. For real. I would. And if I'm in the banker, bankery? Bankery? If I'm in the bakery, there's got to be a rolling pin close there's by. Tool, yeah, there's plenty of tools there. I'm doing something. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> fucking coming you like a spider monkey. <laughs> fucking for real. Yeah, touch my um, hair. So another woman, her name was Effie Banks. Effie Banks. Thanks. Effie. Effie. May the odds ever be in your favor. <laughs> uh, said her daughter kept hearing weird sounds outside of her bedroom one night. And the parents thought, you know, she's just being crazy. And the next day, when the men were gone, Ed knocked on the back door to see if he could come in and look around. What the fuck? Thinking, he was thinking about building a house is kind of what he said. And he wanted to see the layout and see if he should use theirs. Uh-huh. Nope. And and they were actually his neighbor. And so how weird is it to have your daughter be like, there's somebody outside my window. And then the next day, there's Ed at the back door, not the front door. The Being back like, door. Hey, I just want to check out the layout of your home. I can I'll understand. I'll draw you a picture. I can understand. I wouldn't even draw a fucking picture because then he knows, like, yeah. where rooms and shit are. And I get that. Like, I've seen homes where I'm like, fuck, I want to see the layout of that home. Oh, me too. Yeah. I bet that'd be super cool. But how weird would it be for a complete fucking stranger to just pony up their fucking porch and be like, hey, do you mind if I wander around your house and check out the fucking or layout? Or it's your weird fucking neighbor. Like, if mine across the street did that, I'd be like, no. Um, no. I didn't even ask you that the first time I came here. Like, yeah. I didn't ask you that for a long time. Yeah. I think I was drunk and stumbled upon your house. <laughs> That's how most I was people... like, well, I, well, I think I'll go see what's upstairs. <laughs> That's how I most people find know. out all about our rooms. I, yeah. dude, I got upstairs and was like, Jesus Christ, it's a whole other house up here. It really is. And Joey was up there and he's like, look, there's a closet in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, if you were a grown-up, this would be weird, but I've got to come see your closet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine now. So a lot of women actually reported him peeping in their windows and some in masks. Yeah. So... Was that something that they figured out later after reporting, or did it really happen? It's kind of well, up in the fucking people air. making that shit up, but I doubt they were. Well, they did find masks in his car. So, but then they found ropes and two masks, one pink and one white, Halloween masks. And when they asked Eddie about some of these things, he said some women left them in his car. Sometimes he would wear one. 
When was a bitch ever in the car unless it was dead Bernice? Exactly. Well, when they asked if he considered windows, he got so weird that he, like, forever got lost out of that conversation. Like, yeah. uh, oh, they asked, God. well, did you ever wear those masks? And, like, look in some windows? Then all that audio is like they can't. Yeah, it, uh, fucking parentheses, unintelligible mumbling. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I don't, I don't fucking enjoy So, I mean. It's just odd that women were saying they saw Ed looking through their windows and sometimes he was wearing masks and then they, they find, find it. masks in his fucking car. Hmm. So was it coincidental or did it really happen or... Yeah. I mean, I'm leaning more towards... Probably yes. Happened. Yes. Yes. Then there uh, there was the fat guy that wanted some of the fame, too. Yeah. It was the, like, 300-pound dude, and in the newspaper, it was like, 300-pound man says yeah. Ed Gein poked him and said that he would make a nice stew Ro- or whatever. Yeah, he was like, no, he was like, you'd be good for roasting. Yeah. And, like, it, it was one of the neighbors down the lane or whatever, mm-hmm. and portly man, hefty fucking dude. <laughs> And Ed, jokingly, jabs him in the tum and is like, you'd be good for roasting. I mean, he wasn't wrong. I bet. (laughs) Imagine the bacon you could get off of that, man. I'm just saying, like, if I have to fucking eat people in the apocalypse... It's going to be like that scene out of fucking I'm getting uh, the, the, book, first. the fucking book better. of Eli where I've got the fucking people shakes from eating human just flesh. Just take me. At that point, I don't want to fight. I don't want to try to Fuck live. That. I'm just living. take me. Well, then I'll, I'll feed. I could feed you for a fucking year. Bullshit. Or two. I'm not letting you die. God no. damn it. <laughs> I'm useless in this pack. Whatever. You bake. You can take flour, sugar, salt, and water and make things. I've seen you it can happen. Make a people cake for us. <laughs> I know. You lady want people fingers. today? <laughs> I know how to make lady fingers too. So the <laughs> so the the fat man then turned Ed into like super boogeyman. Yeah, and everybody started doing things that they didn't do before, like. Locking their doors and yeah, hide your kids, small- hide your wife. <laughs> he eating everybody. Mostly hide your wife. If your <laughs> wife is fat, hide that bitch. If she's a fat middle-aged bitch, you better hide her or somebody's really? going to wear her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you don't take off your nipples, somebody else That's will. I was just thinking the same thing. I he fucking, was channeling I, Ed. <laughs> I still, to this day, when I get undressed in the mirror... Every now and again, I'll giggle to myself and be like, I should take those off where somebody does. Why would I say that to myself? Nope. So after the confession, one of the biggest blows to reporters was when District Attorney Killeen, the man that Gave they'd been getting like 99% of, of their fucking information from, told the press that he had to stop reporting because the eternal... Uh, eternal, the attorney general said it would inflame potential jurors, which... I mean, it's not wrong. I mean, he's not fucking wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were in a mini blackout until after the trial started. Of course, this kind of sent everybody over the fucking edge because people are clawing. Tell me why. Yeah, they're clawing at fucking information. They need to that know. You. I have so many questions. I, that's every time <laughs> I read an article. It's, it's gonna be like that scene out of The Water Boy where she's like knocking on the fucking glass questions. holding up fucking signs. <laughs> Question mark. I do. Every time I read an article, I'm like, there was not enough. I have 
It's so well, more questions than answers. It's hate that. Well, and it's difficult, especially like I've been trying to follow that case in Denver about that little boy that murdered. Mm-hmm. And they're just throwing out these little tidbits. Well, they're not wanting to say too much because obviously they don't want to sway a juror or give out too much information before they fucking go to trial and everything. And I'm like, I need to know. I'm clawing <laughs> at my fucking scalp. And I'm like, I want to know how you found that body that made you go to their house and be like, you're under arrest. Yeah. I need to fucking know. Right? Ugh. I need all of the information. So they're in the blackout. The last headline known was after they finally found motive behind, like, all the weird behavior, and it was released on November 21st. It read, Obsessive love for his mother drove Gein to slay and rob rob graves. Ghoulish acts were stirred by her death. He thought victims resembled parent. Authorities learn during quizzing. Most dramatic human beings ever to confront society. On Thursday afternoon, a young rev. Reverend. Reverend. I didn't know if that was supposed to be rev. Reverend, or if that was the guy's name. Nope. <laughs> young young Rev. Young on rev. Thursday afternoon, a young Reverend, 33-year-old Kenneth Elgimelman of the Methodist Church visited Gein. Even though Gein was Lutheran, he welcomed him into his cell. Elgimelman, I cannot say that word. Just say reverend. The, reverend. the Reverend told the press that Ed cried, saying he felt bad for the pain he inflicted on others, the things he did, and they prayed in his cell. So he's like, I went to Ed, we spoke some Bible verses. He cried. He feels bad for what he did to people. We and then we prayed away all the sinning. In the cell. In the cell. He's good now. Uh-huh. We're good. You can't pray away the fucking titty vest. Sorry. <laughs> you really can't. You really can't. Mm-hmm. For days, Sheely was being bugged by press to get some to get some time to talk to Ed. Something he didn't want, mostly because he viewed press as just being in his way. However, after so much annoying pressure, he told them Thursday that he would hold a press conference where they could ask Ed questions. However, Ed wanted to show Sheely something and he didn't want the press to follow them. So rumor is they set up a false press conference so they could sneak away. This wasn't true. They had a pipe leak in and Sheely was fixing that, and Ed still hadn't agreed to meeting with them yet. Yeah, but they had set up the press conference, so all of the press sat in that room almost all fucking day. Waiting. All day, until they finally gave up. All right, you got me. But Sheely was like, I'm fixing a fucking broken pipe down here. I don't give a fuck. I don't even care to tell them that it's not going to happen. Like, <laughs> I got shit to do. Fuck them. I would do the same thing. Right? And I'll sit in there. At least I know where they are. Mm-hmm. Later that day, they said that Ed had agreed, but only six people would be allowed to go. They would go to the back of the station and be seated in a small room for Ed to be brought to. They bitched and moaned about it because... There was only six. There was only six. And they they entered the jail. They were being super loud and it was and it just annoyed Sheely. So then he said only three, which sent them into an uproar. They all kind of argued until finally Sheely pulled out his authority and basically said, Fuck you. All this isn't happening, and slammed the door in their faces and locked it. Because uh, somebody else, and I forgot his name, was the one that got to choose the six people. And they were already complaining about that, because only six. And then as they were coming down the hall, they're being loud, they're being fucking annoying. Sheely opens the door, he sees six people fucking... (laughs) Fucking goblin like turkeys, and he's like, you know what? I've had a long fucking day, I've been fixing pipes, I fucking hate everything about all of this, I fucking hate those guys... So fine, only fucking three of you. And then they all got in a fight. And it actually got physical between all of them for a minute. Well, yeah, you would... I could understand that. Where he's like, only three. 
And they're fucking turning around like, looking at each fuck? other like fucking Thunderdome. Two men into one man leave. Yeah. Like, and it just and turned the into other ones mayhem. they got kicked out or helping they'll all kill each other. So they'll be like, I have a chance because if, if they die, if they kill each other, I'm in. Well, yeah, and they were even fighting with Sheely at that point. They're like, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. And he's you like, said really? Six, bitch. Oh, really? Fuck me? Okay. Now fuck you get me, nothing. No, fuck you. And he closed the door. Fuck me? No, fuck you. Get the fuck, fuck out. <laughs> so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but what could we twins have- Basil <laughs> twins <laughs> sorry what could we have figured out if he wouldn't have been such a bitch oh could you imagine could, could you? you could you if they would have talked to Ed before he went into the fucking psych hospital oh man what may have been fucking he probably would have fiddle fucked around with them again though I don't know do you think he would or do you think he would have been like bleh bleh bleh, bleh. all the gods blah 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 <laughs> I don't know what is this blah blah I do not go. Blah, 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 blah. Unless I'm saying I do not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't pick up on the movie references that we constantly throw out. We're sorry. Yeah. That's, a sh- that's a goddamn crime shame. You need to watch more shame. fucking movies. Google them. Take, They're going to be take. Googling blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did blah, blah, blah come from? <laughs> I do not say blah, 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 blah. If you have kids, you fucking watch the movie. Oh, again. yeah. For and real. That's one of the kid movies that you're like, you yes, watch it over I and over. I still yeah, like yeah. the, and if you don't know, it's Hotel Transylvania where he yes. fucking tosses his kid uh-huh. and he's like don't worry any minute now and you're like he's still falling don't worry did it too still falling <laughs> oh shit. shit well they don't say it but well, oh crap something crap. would have been better if they said shit right holy fucking shit yes. <laughs> oh fuck my son oh, I wish shit. they would have made that into an adult cartoon not adulty but just like talk how we do uh-huh. like it even that much like more. eight crazy nights yeah. Oh, God. Okay. This, I think we should do a crossover episode with Home Video Hustle. Yes. Except for PJ's got to get on the fucking ball. Me and PJ can be fucking losers together. I got my finger together. in the mouth, kitty, but I don't feel no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's his finger in the fucking butthole. <laughs> for real, like, who, that motherfucker has seen nothing. Nothing. He's about as useful as fucking stoner gypsy out there. I Even know. I've seen more things than he's seen. Like, I get it. I, I know that I watch a lot of movies. I watch more movies than I watch fucking TV. Mm-hmm. And where I worked at Blockbuster for so long, I fucking get it. Yeah. But goddamn. Yeah. We're talking watch about Home Video Hustle, by the way. I think we said it, but I'm not sure. I did. Yes. Okay, good. Home anyway. Video Hustle. Okay. Anyway, there was very big tension in the town of Plainfield. So much that the judge had to order an unprecedented degree of protection for Ed. They knew the next day that he would be on the move to see the judge. And this is where we end part three. Mm-hmm. Part four covers four. the trial, the state hospital, and the rest of my lover's life. Yeah, because by this point, the media and everybody in Plainfield knew that he's going for the insanity plea. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they're people like, are not fuck fucking no. happy. Right. Fuck no. And so, they're, yeah. they're all like whatever polite way of rioting in the streets. Right? <laughs> I don't agree with this. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think at any point Ed was ever like, who's the bitch now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guarantee when he was fucking committing the sin of Onans, probably like, yeah, I made them my bitch. But yeah, part four... <laughs> We're going to cover all of that. We're going to have our fucking speculation station. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's so much 
that can be said that we want to talk about. Yes, yes. Fuck that. Our promos as we close out tonight are from Graveyard Shift and Good Nightmare. Love both of them. And then my pod mention for this week is Astonishing Legends. They are they're really fucking good. It's almost like um, they cover urban legends and everything. Yes, but they all they also kind of have the storytelling vibe that like Pleasing Terrors has. Oh, but they're like long episodes. They just finished up with a three part of the Black Eyed Children, which is my favorite fucking story. Mm. And nobody really, not to shit on anybody else, but nobody that I've listened to covered them as well as uh, Astonishing Legends did. They did an excellent job. It's like a three, three-part series, and each one is like over two hours. Nice. I keep thinking oh. of the Black Eyed Peas picture that guy posted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Black Eyed, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, because I, I love the Black Eyed Children one just because it fucking creeps my soul out. I still have a hard time, like, mm-hmm. you know when you forget something in your truck? And it's a little easier, like, for some people to go out to their car in the middle of the night. I live on a fucking farm, yeah, dude. Nope. And I have yeah, to park, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I have to park, like, away. Right. And there's fucking trees that rustle and, like, noises. And I have too many fucking cats and those little hookers chill out in the fucking shadows uh-huh. and come out of nowhere and shit. So, like, even on my best day... I will literally sprint to my truck for Making shit. Making the noise. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just have to be creepier than whatever else is out there. Like fucking Peter Griffin after he like visits the proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> like, all the way to the fucking yeah. car and back. <laughs> <laughs> That's Calvin but, when he goes up the stairs when it's dark and he'll you'll hear him running and then uh-huh. he'll, yeah. <laughs> do you do you know anything about the black eyed children? I don't. Okay, so the black eyed children are kids that usually will come and they will knock on your door and it's usually during shitty weather or really co- cold and they're not dressed appropriately and they'll ask they'll be like, "Can I come inside and use your phone? I no. need to call my parents." No. But they're kind of more demanding about it, but they do that on purpose because most people have a, a thing of like, I need to help this kid. Because they're yeah. young. Now you kids. see a little fucking kid it's in like, the middle of winter. It's like your with kids no is eight. I'm a bitch. I'd be like, I'll call him. But then they number. They just <laughs> throw him some shoes and a coat. Stay out there. I have so they many blankets. S- well, at first, um, they say that they go, kind of go into a trance. So they, they feel like they're being controlled. And they have this thing of they want to let the person, the kids in all of a sudden. And then sometimes, usually if they catch a glimpse and they see that their eyes are completely black, there's nothing there. That's when they kind of snap out of it. But then the kids become demanding. And if you let them in, then you fucking die. Don't but anyway, that's in. that's a very very that's the brief synopsis yeah. of Black Eyed Children. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sorry, but if somebody knocks on my fu- if it's snowing outside and some small child fucking knocks at my door, how are you not going to be like, oh, oh fuck, let me help you? Right, because sometimes they've said that some reports is their eyes look normal, but once you start questioning them, some reports said that they actually watch the kids' eyes change and go all black. Oh fuck no, dude, you just made me I know. Right? <laughs> oh. So I was listening to that, and I thought Jameson was asleep, and I'm listening in the kitchen, and then all of a sudden, I see something move, and then I hear him demand something. I don't know. I shit my pants for a good minute. (laughs) No, you can't have a Coke. Get the fuck out. I was like, oh, God, you're supposed to be napping. Fucking reach back and give him five across the eye. Fucking bat. No goldfish. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not that they're... In their podcast, they have good back and forth with each other, yeah, and they good. crack some jokes. They're a clean podcast. You know, They're it's really, really well done. Anyways, so that's my pod mention for this week, since I didn't have one last So, week. you guys, this one's going to drop 
right before Thanksgiving. Yes. So happy holidays. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't like Thanksgiving. I'm not a huge fan it. of Thanksgiving, but I'm not going to not wish everybody else. Well, I hope everybody it. has a good Thanksgiving. I'm what gonna the get fuck ever. I'm gonna get fucking Thanksgiving wasted on. <laughs> Pecan pie and cranberry sauce. I'm gonna I get my turkey stuff. I'm making pomegranate. You're gonna make pomegranate what? Sangria. <laughs> uh huh. That sounds good. Um, what are you? What are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? <laughs> yeah, something random. Something random. Um, it doesn't have to be deep or intellectual. It could be I, something funny. It's you funny. know, I'm thankful that I have good kids. I'm gonna say that because a lot of people have difficult teenagers mm-hmm. that are like snarky pieces of shit. You have good that kids. I do. I have really good kids, and I'm thankful for that. They're well behaved. They're genuinely good people. They get good grades. They don't give me a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like I know I joke about them and shit, being little fuckers, and they and they can be sometimes. Well, but all kids are. I, yeah. I'm I'm thankful that I have two well rounded, smart, fucking intelligent fucking kids. Perfect. What are you thankful for? Um, this podcast. There's been a lot going on, and I'm glad that I've had it to keep my mind off of my shit. Right. Because I'm not going to leave you hanging. <laughs> uh-huh. But I just got diagnosed with an autoimmune liver disease, uh-huh. which is fucking ridiculous. I'm going to be sick forever. It's weird. I still don't know what's going on with it. And it's a lot to take on. And with that, I have the podcast to keep me busy. So I'm There's very fucking thankful for the podcast and all my other health. I've had every mm-hmm. test under the sun. Mm-hmm. Everything else is perfect. Like, so perfect. Like, I shouldn't even be a fat person. That's I'm overweight and I have a liver disease. Mm-hmm. I'll give you part of my liver. <laughs> you can have it. I'm going to I be would really give you asking. Part of mine, but mine's probably not I don't in think any yours good is shape. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I keep asking everybody, so can I have your liver? I mean, I'll quit drinking. If I'm a match, I'll quit drinking. I mean, my liver should rejuvenate in like, what, six weeks? I don't know. I, hopefully, I don't have to have a liver transplant anytime soon but I go in on Monday so I will have already had it by the time this airs mm-hmm. to go in for a liver biopsy which sounds fucking amazing mm-hmm. what are they gonna do are they gonna poke you yeah they and, like they draw? take a big needle and they poke it in and they'll pull Fuck out that a shit. chunk like a, a cork type like thing of my liver are they gonna liver. put you under no. Oh God. That's some gangster From shit. From what I've read, it's just local. Like they'll uh-huh. just they'll numb it all up, shove a Fuck. needle in there, pull it out. See, and that's like gangster shit for real. Yeah. Like that's like part of my like thankful for good kids is because I'm kind of in the same boat mm-hmm. where they're trying to diagnose me with an autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. and it makes it so much easier when you have help. Yeah, you guys went all fucking. What are you fucking thankful. For? You guys went all deep and intellectual. I was just gonna say something stupid, like I'm thankful for deep. fucking toilet paper because I have first world oh, problems and I don't want to wipe my God. ass with a leaf. But now I feel like I need to say something fucking more profound. No, because <laughs> toilet paper is a very could fucking you, could important. Could you think about having to wipe your ass with your hand, like your bare or hand? Or if you didn't wipe your ass because you didn't have anything, where you just walked around with a muddy butthole? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's pretty for profound. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess feel I feel like that's very important. I can say that was my funny one. I am also <laughs> incredibly thankful for Quinn and all the sport support. All, all the, the support. support. All the support. He's a good he's a good jock strap. He's a good <laughs> He's a good support. He's a good he's a good strap. He's, he's somebody that you want holder. when you're about to go into the 
Seattle. <laughs> uh, he supports me in all the good ways. He holds uh, your titties when they need He holds them very nicely. Uh, <laughs> he lets see. me ride his face. He does. He has a wonderful fucking face carpet. <laughs> I'm forever grateful. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Are we going to take it there? Like, yes. things I'm grateful for. Face um, carpet. My, my husband eats a nice pussy. <laughs> uh, he's not small in the downstairs. And he makes a good paycheck. <laughs> what else do you need? I know. He's good. And he takes out the garbage. He takes out the garbage. Ah, uh, he he helps me in all the ways. <laughs> he knows when I'm upset and when I need a good attitude adjustment. Attitude adjustment. A.K.A. <laughs> dick. Dick. <laughs> I need a good dick in all the ways possible. I can't with that fucking thing I that can. you do when you get, like, the authority <laughs> bun going. But it reminds me of that scene out of that movie Wanderlust with Paul Rudd. You gotta take some of this dick. Some of this dick. This dick. Some of this dick. <laughs> Oh my god. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Have you seen it? No. Oh my god, I gotta play that it's, little oh scene for you. It's shit, the best part of that whole movie. Because his wife agrees to like an open relationship and he's like trying, trying to, to do like dirty talk, like trying to Yeah, he's like trying to get into the groove of like he wants some of this her. Dick. And he's talking in the mirror. The yeah, oh, but god. wait, you want some of this dick. Some of this dick. <laughs> But these are these are the things that I am thankful for that I cannot say at the uh, dinner table at Mama Hampton's house. What if you did though? What if you were like, I am so thankful for the dickings that Quinn gives uh, me. Uh, dearest, dearest Mrs. Hammond, I just want to thank you for creating that dick because it has saved not only my own life but everybody else's. Uh, amen. Please pass the cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like that time when I first started dating my husband. We weren't even married yet. Mm -hmm. And my mother-in-law was always, it was a power struggle there for a little bit. Uh-huh. And she liked to do the, I'm his mother. He came out of my vagina. I come first. I'm more important. But she was always <laughs> like, I'm more important. He came out of my vagina. I come first. He came out of my vagina. And it was like, well, he came out of your vagina, but now he comes in mine. Oh, and I always come first. God. So back the fuck up. <laughs> so my challenge to everybody tomorrow <laughs> oh. at your Thanksgiving table, really say something you're thankful for, no matter how inappropriate Dude, just it do may the be. Festivus. I got a fucking bone to pick with every one of you and just air your fucking grievances to everybody. I want you to be like, you fucking smell like Swiss cheese in a hot car. I want you to stop fucking opening my mail without my permission. If you unload the fucking dishwasher the wrong way one more time, like, just go fucking balls out. It'd be so I great. Am. By the way, Grandma, your fucking dressing sucks. <laughs> Drop, Drop the mic. mic. <laughs> oh, and you're moving out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boom. Boom. Drop it. So, happy Thanksgiving. And stay out of chocolates. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Hey everyone, this is Sarah from Good Nightmare Podcast. A podcast where I like to talk about all things strange and unusual. Whether it's mysteries, historical crimes, or fairy tale origins. I hope you'll come along for the ride and join me as we delve into some spooky tales. Happy listening. Good evening, everybody, or morning or afternoon or whatever. My name is Adam. And I'm Matt. 
And we are Graveyard Tales. Now, if you like stories of ghosts, hauntings, the paranormal, preternatural, and the downright weird, and you enjoy a few laughs as well, then you should probably check us out. Find us anywhere you get your podcast. Come join our Facebook group at Graveyard Tales Podcast or on Twitter at G-R-V-E-Y. Just go search Graveyard Tales. That would be easier. We look forward to seeing you in the graveyard. See you soon. Ashes, 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 ashes